Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 99 and it is Tuesday, November 21st, 2017. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's good, y'all? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, the road to episode 100 is almost over. One uh, more stop. Yes. I know, man. It's like we, it's been a long but fun journey. Lots of uh, memories on the way. And uh, for those who don't, for those who don't know, if you haven't gotten the memo yet, uh, episode 100 will take place on Saturday, December 2nd, 2017. Next at, Saturday. Yep. At Rock Coco's. Well, is it next Saturday? Yeah, it's next Saturday. Not this coming Saturday, right? Not this coming Saturday, next Saturday. Gotcha, yeah. Uh, Saturday, December 2nd, 2017, at Rock Coco's on 182 Academy Ave from 1, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. So please come through, uh, join in on the conversation, and, you know, just have a good time. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So um, before we start, I, got, I have to address this, all right? I wanted to wear my Bullet Club shirt. You know, for the sake that this is a uh, wrestling episode. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, I uh, I made a bet to a friend of the show, uh, Darnell from The Party Nerds. You sure who did. Is a, yeah, I did. <laughs> who is an av- He's a hardcore Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Myself being a hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan. And he's a bit of a he's a bit of a Cowboys trash talker. You know, we don't even play each other, and he's still talking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I I issued a jersey bet. Okay. A jersey bet. So if the Cowboys won, he would have to go on his podcast, which is later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have to wear his he wear a Cowboys jersey, and if the Eagles won, I would have to wear Eagles jersey. Yep. So, unfortunately, the Cowboys got spanked. Naturally. It wasn't naturally. <laughs> we fell into some quick... We had a nice... We had a decent first half, and then we fell into some quicksand, and then now it's just it. But I am a man of my word. So here it is. A Brian Dawkins... Brian Dawkins jersey. It's right there. You see it, people. <laughs> So right now, Carl is uh, shamefully putting on a uh, Philadelphia Eagles jersey, number 20. All right. Yes. It's on. So for the whole show, I got I got to rock this Eagles jersey. That's right, uh, as you should. Now, um, please tell the people who didn't see the game, what was the score? Oh, it was like 37-9. Yeah, 37-9. It I, was bad. It was embarrassing. Very embarrassing. I actually caught the tail end of that game because I I was uh, aware of your your bet with Darnell, and I was laughing my ass off. As you should. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. So uh, this makes the uh, Dallas Cowboys record. What is it? Five and five. Five and five. So it's dead even. So uh, even number of uh, W's and L's. Um, at this rate, uh, the Cowboys will rack up more L's in their column. Not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, for somebody who doesn't watch sports, you talk a lot of shit. Well, here's the thing. Like, I know, I I I'm a, I, I'm appreciative of your passion for for a team that hasn't won anything since Bill Clinton was in office. Um, you know, most most people most fans would have moved on. But no, no. Nah, but here's the thing. Like, what's up, Jenny? So the the thing about that is like we are we're just passionate. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and not to mention, I'm a lifelong fan, not an established 2001 fan. Patriots. You have to say it. See, here you go. <laughs> I'm just. Right, why could you just let shade be shade? All right, you just had to. You just ruined it. You just ruined it. I just have so, to clarify. I just have to clarify. <laughs> you, you don't. They didn't need no clarification. They know. They know. All right. So right now, I'm actually getting ready to share this episode onto their page. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is awful. This <laughs> is so bad. I really hate. Well, uh, so um, do, do you need a box of tissues? Do you need? Uh, I'm good. Do, do you need a hug? No, nah, I'll be fine. Okay. I'll be fine. Like I'm, I'm honoring, I'm honoring the bet. That's good. That's what's up. Well, um. Hey, uh, at least at least you're not a bandwagoner like some other fans are. So again, I appreciate you staying the course, and hopefully, maybe your team will uh, make the playoffs. Oh, he he's watching. He just he just he just hit me up saying, "Ha ha 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 ha." Yes, that's right. <laughs> With uh, multiple S's, and that's Darnell. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you, Darnell, for uh, tuning in. Yes, as you can see, a lifelong Cowboys fan, uh, shamefully. Uh, wearing a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. Perhaps he should pick a new team. To Not at all. For. Never happening. All right. You say that now. Well, I mean, it's been 20 years, so. I don't care. It will go for 20 more. Look at, look at the Browns fans, okay? Oh. They are winless. As a matter of fact, there is somebody actually getting ready to organize a parade in Cleveland for a perfect season. Really? Yes. A winless season. Wait, so they're organizing a parade? A parade. For a winless season, straight w- losing streak, a losing streak, yeah. and and they're throwing a parade. Well, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, Eric, oh my god, my bad, Eric. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I guess uh, my boy Eric. Shout out to him. He's a he's a fellow Cowboys fan. We've been we go back since high school. We used mm. to. Yeah. Well. Well, Cowboys Nation taking an L this week. Uh, so yeah, that's hilarious to me. Um, oh, just uh, for those uh, uh, just tuning in, uh, tonight we do have a special guest coming in, uh, the returning guest, Adrian Price, um, a.k.a. the lifelong Roman Reigns fan uh, which and, an, and apologist. Uh, and uh, we're going to have a debate uh, on whether or not Roman Reigns is the guy. So I'm prepared for the debate. Hopefully he'll bring his A game as well. Uh, and tonight we're talking about wrestling. We're going to be covering the NXT TakeOver War Games event from this past Saturday in Houston, Texas, as well as Survivor Series 2017. Uh, that literally was a great weekend in wrestling. It sure was. It sure was. And we'll also be covering Raw. A couple of big surprises surprises there. Uh, so yeah, uh, Carl, um, b- besides taking a, another L, uh, what else have you been up to uh, this past week? Um, I checked out a new show on um, on Hulu. It's called There's Johnny. Um, it's executive produced by Paul Reiser, who was in the who was in Stranger Things. He played uh, I forgot the doctor's name, but um, I forget. Yeah. Oh damn. Guess what? It's gonna hit me like randomly, like later on tonight. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it basically tells the story of a young nineteen year old kid named Andy who was from Nebraska, and um. Like, the Johnny Carson show, um, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, excuse me, mm-hmm. it was just like a staple in his family. Yeah. And, you know, he's just fresh out, of, fresh out of high school, all that, you know, trying, you know, he needs to find a job. So um, he writes a letter to the Johnny Carson show um, explaining, hey, I would like to get a job. And, you know, my, fa- my family, they're big fans. And then next thing you know, um, he gets a letter back 
mm-hmm. from the Johnny from the Tonight Show. So he takes a bus all the way to California where the show was filmed, mm-hmm. and he ends up he ends up getting a job there as a goer. I believe uh, he's like an errand boy. I believe I, I only caught the first episode, so um, it stars uh, Ian Nelson as Andy, Jane Levy as. Jane Levy and um, Andrew Schultz, they used, um, there's nobody playing um, Johnny Carson, but they used like archive footage yeah. of certain episodes. And then, um, but like when they show like those far shots, mm-hmm. you can tell like they have a guy standing there in a pretty much the exact outfit. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you can't see his face, but you can tell that that's supposed to be Johnny Carson standing in that shot right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks interesting. It's something I'll probably finish up. It's only like seven to like 25 minute episodes on Hulu. Okay. And it's all like available. So you can just binge watch it. Mm. Nice. Right then and there. So, but it looks good. It looks good. You know, I'll check it out. It's something I can bang out within like a day or two. Okay. Um, I also started watching The Punisher. Oh, okay. That started uh, Friday. All right. And we'll, we'll, be, we'll be talking a bit more about that on the... On, on, on the 100th episode. I yeah. uh, don't want to get into any spoilers, but though, it was a really good show. Okay. It's already been rated. It's already... like pe- Critics are already saying it's the best Marvel Netflix show. Really? Yeah, and it touches a lot on PTSD. Mm, yeah. Which I, is, I believe, is real. Oh, of course it is, yeah. yeah. But, um, like, I don't really want to get into get too much into it. It's basically about Frank Castle. He's... um. Basically trying to avenge the death of his family. Mm-hmm. If you know the backstory of Punisher, Punisher's um, wife and children were brutally murdered. But then it turns out that it was connected to a hidden conspiracy. Mm. So I don't want to get into this conspiracy because um, what that conspiracy was because it will end up spoiling for you. Mm-hmm. But I definitely urge you to check it out. All right. Like especially if you're already like been watching the um, Marvel Netflix lineup mm-hmm. line of shows. With the exception of Iron Fist, because I know you got one, you know you got an Iron Fist joke ready. Yeah, I was gonna ask if Punisher was as exciting as Iron Fist, but uh, I put it. I say is it's as dark as Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. but just as exciting as as um Daredevil. Okay, nice. I I'm look really looking forward to that. Uh, because I really I really enjoyed a Daredevil season two with. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he's it's still there. He's still the same guy. Still like like John Berthall still knocks it out the park. Mm. I but I'm, I haven't even finished it yet. I think I'm on episode eight. Okay. Se- yeah, seven or eight. All right. And there's like twelve or thirteen episodes. Thirteen episodes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to um uh, watch it this weekend, but it is in my queue. And yeah, now now being being the Punisher, he since he's like a gun toting uh, uh Avenger. Well, not an actual Avenger, but yeah, like. I know what you mean. Yeah, vigilante. Now, being that the Marvel series can get Marvel Netflix series can get pretty dark and violent. How violent is the Punisher? Graphic. Ooh, I love it. Oh, of course you do. You sick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, now, now, in your opinion, like, how does so far, like, how does this on-screen uh, John Bernthal's Punisher compare to past ones like Thomas Jane and Dolph Lundgren or Ray Stevens and? <laughs> I can't even see him with his straight face. He murders them all. Nice. He does. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I will say that I, I do have a soft spot for Thomas Jane's Punisher. Um, I mean, I thought it was a, a standard, you know, action movie when it came out. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Eve Ankh says that she loves the darkness. Okay. Yeah. It's a very dark show. 
I love. Okay, I'm I'm it's there. It's right up your alley. You would have an absolute field day. Yeah. Okay, you're speaking my language. I like that. I like that. So uh, yeah, I I will definitely check out the Punisher. It, it is in my queue. Um, that does remind me since 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 we're talking about Punisher uh, with when I when I mentioned Thomas Jane, there was another um like short film that he did like some years after he did uh the. 2004 film it's you can find it on youtube it's called dirty laundry and it's kind of i think it's called dirty laundry and it's like a short film with thomas jane reprising his role as frank castle and like he's stopping some woman getting assaulted on the street and he's trying to do his laundry in like this uh laundromat in this really dingy part of town and it was i thought it was pretty interesting it was like a interesting like proof of concept that thomas jane still got it as far as frank castle goes but yeah that's something for for people to check out if they're interested I think the only problem with the Punisher is like he's short, and we've already expressed that. But then it's like you get over it. Oh yeah, I mean, once you have like an arsenal, if you're like a one man armory, it's like height doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. Oh, damn. All right, Kyle Chapman's here, and he's probably took about four screenshots already. <laughs> I'm willing to guarantee he's petty. Oh man, the petty party is is continuing. Oh it's, yeah, it's gone. It's on. Yeah, it's on. Kyle is on. He is. Yes. Yes, the petty party for NFL fans continues. I love it. Yes. Um, now, just for the record, too, I, I there are other bets. Like, shout outs to my homegirl, Lashana. She had to wear the Eagles hat to work oh. all day because we're boss. Oh, wow. And she's a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Oh, wow. That must have been depressing for her. Oh, yeah, she was done. Mm. I'm not standing up. You missed it, Kyle. Uh, I think you should stand up. I mean, just, just, no. just, 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 no, no, just for no, Kyle. Because I know him. <laughs> I know him, and he's petty. Mm-mm. See, you're you're not giving the fans what they want, Carl. He missed it. Carl, he missed it. this is good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, I'm I'm sure that there will be screenshots circulating on the uh, Facebooks and uh, interwebs, but um. Yeah, anything else uh, on your plate? I saw Justice League, but like you said, we can, um, we're can. we actually going to discuss that on uh, next week yep. at our Codex 100, mm-hmm. at Rock Coco's. Yep. Uh, yes, I, yes, we did see Justice League, and uh, I won't get into any uh, details or any spoilers, but um, I will say, I will say because we'll, we'll review it in, on Codex 100, um, it's not as awful or as unwatchable as Batman versus Superman or Suicide Squad, but saying saying that doesn't say much. It's like saying that you know getting punched in the face is preferable to getting kicked in the balls, and you know that's that's my take on Justice League. As a matter of fact, um, apparently I think the the budget of of the film was close to three hundred million dollars or around that, and apparently this past weekend Justice League only grossed ninety three point eight million domestically. Against a three hundred million dollar budget, so wow. that is a massive, Damn. massive failure domestically. But it did gross one hundred and eighty-five million uh, internationally. So it grossed so far two hundred and seventy-eight million, which is still underneath their budget. So, yeah, um, the the word of mouth has been rather mixed at best. And I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll get into more. We'll get into more details uh, uh, for episode one hundred. But I will say, um, why did you have to say? Why did you have to say my name like that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow! He uh, apparently uh, somebody uh, posted a gif. Shout of, out to Eve. 
Yeah, Eve posted a gif of Carl from The Walking Dead. <laughs> from the Carl, the Carl Papa video. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Um, no, I'm not, sing- I'm not singing Fly Eagles, Fly Kyle. Oh, that yeah. was actually for another bet. Oh, wow. And I paid my debt. It was a Snapchat bet, so that wasn't going. It's old. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, but yeah, um, I will say uh, for any DC fans hoping for something as good as Wonder Woman, Justice League, unfortunately, in my view, it's not it. But um, as far as uh, what I've been up to, um, I've been, you know, catching up on some graphic novels here and there. In fact, I, uh, as promised uh, two weeks ago, I did say I was going to, you know, give my brief take on uh, this graphic novel, which you talked about, uh, Son of Shaolin. Uh, which is uh, published by Image Comics. And this is uh, created by Jay Longino. And this is uh, also a art art by uh, Kanan White. And this is a really this is a really dope book, Carl. Man. I told you. Yeah, this is uh, uh, book one, the beginning. Um, I don't know if this was... I don't know if it was published in single issues or if this is like the only uh, publication of Son of Shaolin. No, that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. But... It was recommended to us by Reagan, and that's exactly how I got it. Yeah, so, so I never even bothered to ask them if there were single issues. But now that I, if I got the first single issue, then I would continue getting the single issues. But mm-hmm. now, but since I just have the trade paperback, that's exactly how I'm just gonna keep reading. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, this is a really dope book, man. It's um, it's uh, it's about this uh, aspiring street artist named Kyrie, and uh, he's living in New York City, and he's trying to, you know, trying to make ends meet for himself, trying to you know come up in the come up in the world of tagging and graffiti art and then he suddenly uh comes across this man named master fong who tells him that he is the uh, last descendant of a group of ancient shaolin monks and um he has the mark of the tiger and apparently there's a there's a some sort of a evil killer baddie out there called the red fist who's been slaughtering the last descendants of the other shaolin elders to assume their powers to assume their uh, elements if you will badass too by the way he is, he is, and uh, and it's uh, up to Master Fong to train Kyrie so he can prepare to battle Red Fist and uh, put an end to that threat once and for all. Now this, the artwork is is dope, very vibrant, uh, full of energy, and, and the colors really pop uh, from the seedy underbelly of the New York neighborhoods to the uh, well to the well uh, well drawn and staged uh, uh, fight scenes as depicted in this book. And what I thought, what I liked about this, uh, what, what what I liked about Son of Shaolin, is that oh, another another fly eagles fly in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I like about uh, Son of Shaolin is that um, it, it's on the on the surface, you know, it does have a sort of a cliched uh, storyline, but it goes into some very unexpected directions. So it provides a really a genuinely fresh take on an otherwise tried and true. Uh, narrative and i and and the way it ends and the way everything wraps up i can't wait for book two. And, oh yeah definitely yeah so for those who are fans of hip-hop culture uh and um kung fu or both or and just really good action and and, and comic book and gra- comic, comic books and graphic novels definitely pick up son of shaolin it's published by image comics uh book one is out now and, and it's already being picked and it's already picked up by seven bucks productions ah. the rocks publishing company um production company so um yeah expect that movie to be made soon hopefully it won't go into any developmental hell and actually be casted right because yeah. now i'm gonna now i want to see it yeah like I, i'm officially a fan i'm officially a fan of the series i want to see it yeah yeah man and hey who knows uh maybe uh maybe the rock can let uh tyrese have a part in it 
<laughs> oh man! But um, I've also been um, reading uh, another uh, image graphic novel series, and this is uh, well, the first three volumes of Rat Queens, which is a pretty dope book, pretty dope uh, series of graphic novels here from the Image Shadowline uh, uh, production label, and that's uh, uh, created and written and created by uh, Curtis uh, Weeby, and uh, it's it's a it's a, like a it's like a dark fantasy slash co- slash comedic uh, uh, tale of four women uh, who are four uh, four uh, heroes or mercenaries for hire, and they're going around this uh, this uh, fictional uh, fantasy town of Palisade, and they're trying to you know uh, get rid of uh, various uh, supernatural threats uh, here and there, and while while trying to maintain their sisterly bond, their camaraderie. And it follows four main characters. You have Hannah, who's a foul-mouthed elf slash demon uh, mage. And then you have Violet, who's a, a hipster, bearded, dwarfin warrior. Yes, yes, she is a bearded lady. And yes, uh, main part is Av. And um, uh, we have uh, Dee, who's a mage and cleric. And she's a former cultist of this, like, uh, this, this... This uh, backwoods swamp cult, and they kind of worship this Cthulhu-like Lovecraftian monster. And she's a bit of an atheist slash or agnostic. She's trying to. She's not sure about how she feels about her own religion, and she's trying. And she escaped her, or not escaped, but rather left her cult to try to, you know, f- make some sense in the world. Uh, you know, try to make a stick a claim for herself and you know her beliefs. And then you have. Um, Betty, who rounds out the the fabulous four, and she's a halfling thief whose uh, speciality is drug is bags filled with drugs and candy, which we all love and enjoy, uh, to varying degrees. Drugs or candy? Both. And and you she learn something about somebody every day. Huh? Well, hey, I mean, I'm just I'm just you know just trying to provide a little you know colorful uh, uh, a summary of of rat queens. I not that not that I partake in drugs and candy, you know. Although I will say that one time I did try this this uh, weed marijuana edible, and it was kind of like a Jolly Rancher. Nah, you really did. I did. I am. Not, I'm. I'm shocked. I, I did. I. I. I, sw- I swear to goodness. I swear by the old gods. And Victor the- had an edible. I did. Get the fuck out of here. I did. I swear by the old gods and the new. I had an edible. It was kind of like a. It was like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. But it kind of tasted a little plain to me. I can't wait to see the feed now. Yep, here we go. It's starting. I I really did, and but but you know it's not. It's I mean it it. Uh, I will say in my personal experience that edible did not live up to the hype. I thought it, it. I thought it tasted rather plain and watery. I expected a little more pop, a little more strength, a little more oomph behind that weed edible, and I was like. Eh, this is kind of eh to me. I didn't feel any any effects whatsoever, and then I just like spit it out after like. Uh, oh, five so minutes. you didn't eat it? Nah, I just had a little you taste. Just, you had a taste. Yeah, so it, it wasn't all that to me. But um, although although I am curious about trying a weed brownie, I never I never I never had a weed brownie before. Oh really? Yeah, I never had a weed brownie. It, I can have that arranged. All right, arrange it, Carl. Uh, maybe for one hundred. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> <laughs> But but yes, uh, Rat Queens. Uh, that was a little aside there. Uh, Rat Queens. I do recommend it. Um, there's three. There's four volumes out. I have the first three. Volume one is uh, Sass and Sorcery. Uh, volume two is the uh, far-reaching tentacles of Nrygoth, which is a uh, Dee's Cthulhu uh, god that she her team worshipped, her group. And volume three is entitled Demons, 
which has a very good storyline with Hannah, the main character. So yes, Rat Queens, check that out if you're in a mood for some really awesome graphic novels from Image Comics. Who's this particular character? That is D. Yeah, she's yeah. Eve said like she owns. Oh yes, she absolutely does, and her storyline is very interesting. I would like to see a D cosplay. You know, I would too. Actually, you know, um, I, I I would love to see some Rat Queens cosplays out there. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there's some out there. I haven't seen any in uh, at Comic Con, but um, if there are any professional cosplayers out there or or amateur enthusiasts, hey, and if you're a fan of Rat Queens, let us know, and uh, let's see what you what you can put put down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So besides that, um, I've been that's been pretty much it on my end. Um, just trying to uh, catch up on some movies this week, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. There's one movie that's not Roman J. Um, oh, Israel Ro- Esquire. Yeah. Did that come out yet? Um, I not yet. I think it's coming out tomorrow. Um, it sh- I think it's. Co- I know it's coming out this week. I think it's. I think it's coming out as early as tomorrow. Okay. And there was another movie. That um I I caught it uh, I caught the um the trailer on Netflix before I watched Punisher. Yeah, it was like Mudbound. Oh yes, Mudbound. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, uh, this I, past I was, weekend. when I saw the trailer, like you were the first person that popped in mind. Like, what do you what did you think? Mudbound was very good. Um, Mudbound, it's a new film on Netflix. It's uh, directed by D. Reese, and uh, and she's um she was a director of uh, the 2011 film Pariah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is also on Netflix, and it's a really good story. Um, it's about these uh, this, these two families, one black and one white, and they're living in uh, I think I believe it's in Mississippi. Yeah, they're living in Mississippi, and it's um, it takes place in World War Two, and uh, both of their both uh, families um, uh, uh, relatives, uh, the black family's son, who's played by uh, Jason Mitchell, who played Easy E, yep, straight out of Compton, he goes off to war. It took me a little bit to like. Um, rec- to recognize him. Yeah, um, and um, and uh, I forget the. Uh, uh, I know Jason Isaacs and Carrie Mulligan. They also starred in it. They play the uh, white family, and uh, the and Jason Isaacs' character's uh, brother, younger brother, also goes off to war, and uh, the film depicts like their experiences uh, abroad, a uh, fight fighting the good fight, uh, and also uh, what both families go through in Mississippi while their sons are away. And the film also deals with um, the two son, the two uh, relatives, the the black family's son and uh, Jason Isaac's character's brother coming back to Mississippi and trying to readjust to uh, civilian life. And they both, they both, uh, they both bond, you know, they based on their shared experiences in the war. And it's a really, it's a very good film. Um, it's a uh, fill, fill, filled with great performances. Um, I forget Oh my gosh! I forget the uh, the main the the father Jason uh, Jason Mitchell's father character's father. Uh, he plays Turk in the uh, Marvel uh, Netflix series. Um, I, for, I forget the actor's name, but he plays Turk in Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Punisher. Punisher. He has a show. He has a show role in Punisher. Yep, uh, Jessica Jones. Um, he's very good in this, and I think he should get some some recognition for his very uh, somber, very subtle uh, performance. Uh, Mary J. Blige also how plays her, his wife. Yeah, how was her performance? She was very good. She was very good. In fact, she's actually getting some awards buzz uh, early. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I can I can see it. I mean, she's I I think she her performance is rather understated, and uh, she plays uh, uh the wife who's rather you know. You know, trying to trying to keep her head above water and trying to keep the family unit afloat, 
and then you have uh, Jason Isaacs who plays this uh, this guy who's uh, trying to run his farm and run the land that um, Jason Jason Mitchell's family is working on, and he's kind of like he means well, but he's also pretty damn inconsiderate and very self serving, and he's just trying to you know keep his own head above water at the expense of the of this other family and carrie mulligan places um his uh, his wife who is basically like you know her her she's at her wits end all the time and also John, jonathan banks jonathan banks plays jason isaac's character's father who's a complete racist douchebag dickhead there's always one. Oh yeah yeah, and uh, and being that it takes place in the 1940s, yeah, you know exactly where his character goes. Um, but and he was also on, he also famously played uh, Mike Ehrmantraut on Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, Mudbound. It's a very good drama. Um, there's it's about two hours and fifteen minutes long, but it's uh, it's well worth it. Um, it. It definitely it has been um, receiving a lot of strong buzz uh, before it debuted on Netflix last Friday, and it's also. Uh, and it's also uh, one of the most well-reviewed films this year, and it's definitely worth watching. Um, I will say that, being that it is a Netflix release, I don't think that like uh, the like major awards uh, circles would give it the recognition that it deserves because it's not a theatrical release. But I think that mode of thinking should be cast by the wayside because you're gonna have a lot of great classic future classic films that'll bypass the theatrical system so if you're gonna avoid you know giving great films their due props just because they appeared on netflix or any other streaming platform then yeah you're missing out on, on some great stuff and mud mudbound is well worth it yeah so that's my hot take on that uh, Eve wants to know what are our thoughts on Billy Russo, who was Prince Caspian in Narnia. I've never seen Narnia. Uh, yeah, me neither. I haven't seen any of the Narnia films. My and, bad, Eve. Yeah, sorry, Eve. And I haven't read the uh, book that it's based on, um, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, but I hear it's a beloved classic. Um, yeah. Anything else? Do we have anything else? Um, so Grande, shout out to Grande. He's saying that Adrian loses by default for a no show. Adrian's on his way. Yes, yes, he should. Put, he should be popping in around seven. Um, apparently, um, he believes scheduling conflict. Con- scheduling conflict. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I but this damn jersey. <laughs> no. yeah, it, it looks good. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. So yeah. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much it. What I've been up to on my end. Uh. Let's get into. Uh, some wrestle talk right now. We can get into some NXT takeover. Let's, let's get it. Yes. So, uh, so yes. Uh, this past Saturday, uh, we had NXT Takeover War Games, which took place in Houston, Texas, and uh, this is the uh, this was the first. This was the return of the War Games match, which was the an original concept in WCW created, created by, by the Dusty Rhodes. Yep, the late great American. Kind of have to say it like him. You gotta say War Games, you know, with the list yeah. that he always had. Yes, War Games, baby, if you will. Yes, um, and for those who are unfamiliar with the concept, War Games is a is where you have two two rings joined together, surrounded by a steel cage. And uh, they they made one change to the original War Games concept, where the cage does not have a roof this time, and uh, the reason for, and the reason for that, I mean, is because uh, Triple H uh, wanted wanted it, he 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 removed the cage so that people can jump off it basically, so they can do some things, some spots off the top. Yeah, and I mean that was literally my only complaint mm-hmm. about that because I grew up, you know, watching War Games. Yeah, and 
it was just like I wanted to see the exact same thing. But I mean, honestly, yeah, it was pretty dope. It was, it was a dope match. Like I, I, I gave my I have my ratings right here. If you want to go down the list, let's go. Yeah. Well, so we'll start. We'll start from uh, the opening match all the way to the main event. All so right, right. Um, we'll begin with uh, the first match that opened up War Games. Uh, we had Lars Sullivan uh, versus Cassius Ono, aka aka the former Chris Hero. Yeah, and this was a this was a decent opener. Um, this is a uh, building up Lars Sullivan, who's like this um, this mean mean mugging faced monster among among the NXT roster. Um, he kind of looks like um, he kind of reminds me of like an extra from Mad Max Fury Road for some reason. He kind of reminds me of Nathan Jones a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bigger. Just just just, just a little more like bigger and wider. Bigger and wider, and his face kind of looks something like. Um, like George the Animal Steel, kinda like he could be like his son. <laughs> yeah, just like a mutantly genetically enhanced. Yeah, and and like it was it was a pretty hard hitting bout. This match was designed to kind of build uh, Sullivan as as a monster, a runaway freight train who's still undefeated. Um, but Cassius Ono gave him hell, gave him a lot of stiff forearms in in during the match. Pretty much what he's known for. Yep. And uh, at the end, uh, Lars Sullivan overpowered the overpowered the man, uh, pinned him one, two, three, and uh, his reign continues. What's that? They still they want me to stand up so bad. Yes, one um, person wants me to do a hollow shake. Yes, Carl, for the people, please, uh, I urge you, stand up and proudly display the Eagles they jersey. They missed it. No, they you, you, it. You got to do it, Carl. You got to do it. The 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 the, the chat wants you. Uh, to do it yeah, yeah it's actually frozen um is it frozen yeah somebody just uh commented that i was frozen um well, i guess one person well after can see it uh, yes i don't know how to shake though but yeah yes so carl is currently standing up yep as you can see for those whose feed isn't frozen yes yes turn yes that's right did. that's right he they turned around it. all right yep that's awesome that's awesome yes so yes uh he is still wearing the jersey and um I have to wow these lights <laughs> we gotta see a like folks thank you <laughs> thank you very much people so yes uh sullivan's uh sullivan's dominance continues um oh, they, yeah somebody missed it it, it freezes what the hell is up with your wi-fi it keeps freezing i don't know why um yeah it must be something on my end or something on other people's end as well kind of it kind of depends on your connection i guess but uh but yeah um uh, shout out, big shout outs to Afton uh, for for dropping by earlier before we began our episode. Uh, she did take uh, two pictures of Carl in the jersey, so the picture is available upon request. <laughs> oh yeah, they already got yeah. The screenshots are already. Shot. Oh, Kyle. Kyle got a screenshot in. Yes, that's what's up. Good, good, good work, Kyle. Good work. <laughs> um, yeah. Any thoughts? Any other thoughts on this uh, opening match? I thought it was good. It was a nice opener. I gave it three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's something something expected for an opener. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, Cassius Ono can uh, you know continue to you know rise above the ranks. I see. Man. Yeah, I see NXT going around his waist. Yeah, and I th- well, he was a former uh, tag team partner, right, with Cesaro, the Kings of Wrestling, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, hey, who knows? Maybe they'll have a program in the future. 
Um, the next match after this, after uh, the opener, this was my this was actually my favorite match of the night. Really, it really was, and and that's saying something because you know the rest of the card was 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 hot fire, but. Uh, the next match was my favorite of the night for NXT TakeOver War Games, and it was Aleister Black versus the Velveteen Dream. I thought this was an awesome match. I mean, I know that you're not no, a no, fan. No, I'm going to let All you right. finish. No, finish it. Okay. Um, this, this match, uh, this whole match, uh, 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 Aleister Black, uh, he's basically this, this brooding, undefeated badass. And um, this whole feud started when uh, Velveteen Dream tried to... Uh, you know, get Velvet, get 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 Black's attention. He was trying to, you know, you know, with his little kooky antics. He was trying to get Velveteen. He was no, Velveteen Dream was trying to get Aleister Black to say his name, and and all the while for the past several weeks, uh, Aleister Black would ignore Velveteen Dream, and so it led it led all the way up to this match. And uh, yo, I gotta give I gotta give all due respect to Patrick Clark, aka the Velveteen Dream, because like yo, he showed and proved this past Saturday. In fact, I really like the fact that he came out with the airbrush tights with uh Aleister Black's face on one leg and, and his, his face, face on his, his face on the other. So it's kinda like channeling the late great ravishing Rick Rude. So that was a nice touch. Honestly he used to age just having fun with the gifts. They'll send me a big ass twerk gift. Yeah. But um I'm not a fan of the Velveteen's dreams, his name or the gimmick, mm-hmm. but the dude can throw down like his special move, the DDT, the DDT that he has. I forgot. What, do you know the name of it? I don't know the name of it. Yeah, he had an ill DDT. Shit was dope. Yeah, like he like for some like I guess like he went for. I guess like Alistair Black went for a lariat and then like Velveteen Dream countered. Like he just reached over, like like on some like Matrix shit. Yeah, and just f- like completely like flipped and boom, just hit him with a drill and DDT. I'm like, oh shit. Like even like Alistair yeah. Black was standing on his head for like a second or two. Yeah, he kind of, yeah, he kind of sold it like Rob Van Dam would sell yeah. a DDT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like standing right on top of his head for like two seconds. But yeah, like they had excellent chemistry in the ring, and um, what I loved about it too was like there was one point where Aleister Black he did his uh, his trademark sit down Indian cross legged Indian style sit down pose, and then Velveteen Dream responded by uh, sitting down in front of him doing the same pose, and then Aleister Black responded by doing Dude, Velveteen his- Dream's pose like like uh, like uh, laying down like he was like you know like some sort of like saucy model, <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious and. Um, and I also will say that um, uh, Velveteen Dream has, in my view, the second best elbow drop in the business. Um, he didn't have a chance. Cur- current. To- current. No, I wouldn't even. Well, because Kyrie Sane has the best elbow drop. Oh, yeah. Then, because Vel- Patrick Clark, like, yo, like, he didn't have a chance to hit it properly um, on, on Saturday, but his elbow drop, which, is called, which he calls the Purple Rainmaker, shout outs to Prince. Um, I don't know. Like he managed to, he managed to get he manages to like to to get a lot of height off he's the top. He's fairly rope. tall, and yeah, he's a tall dude. Yeah, you wouldn't think somebody that tall would be able to get that much height, but yeah, he he's got ups, and like and I, and but I believe he was also a, a former Tough Enough winner as well, Patrick Clark. Mm, I gotta look that. Yeah, up. Uh, if I remember correctly, I I think he won like I think it was like maybe the last season or the one of the, one of the final seasons of Tough Enough. He won the. Uh, Either he won or he was like a contestant, but but I don't yo, know he was a contestant. Like, yeah, tough enough winners don't last long. They really don't. Yeah, I think probably the most prosperous one was John Morrison, and he wasn't. Even, no, was he a winner? John, he did win. I think it was John Morrison and the Miz. 
The Miz never won, but he content he was a contender. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. But yeah, man, that match was awesome. It ended with uh Gee, he's only twenty two. Yeah, like Velveteen Dream, he's only twenty two and he's the sky's the limit for him. Like he's got tremendous talent. He's he I think he already has like wrestling experience before. I think he he was on the indie circuit for a while. Oh yeah. And uh, the match ended with Aleister Black uh, administering his roundhouse spin kick, the Black Mass, right on Velveteen Dream's Chrome Dome, pinned him one, two, three. And after the match, it was a nice cherry on top. He said, uh, enjoy infamy, Velveteen Dream. So Aleister Black did say his name. And uh, the crowd, the crowd just went nuts. They were actually cheering for uh, Dream throughout the match. Yeah, you know, they were they were even chanting like with the New Day chant, like say his name, say. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought yeah. that was cool. So uh, yeah, Patrick Clark, he was he was a contestant in the sixth season of Tough Enough, and mm-hmm. then um, he was one of the favorites. But yeah, he was eliminated in the fifth episode due to perceived lack of humility, placing mm-hmm. him in ninth overall in the series. Okay, I gotcha. But yeah, you know, I mean, I and I will say, you know, uh, getting to your point, Carla. At first, I wasn't, I was very skeptical about the Velveteen Dream gimmick because it's like he's clearly channeling Prince. Yeah, like a little too much. I'm like, I don't. It's like, it's like he's trying to be like a black Goldust too, in a way. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, this dude's talented. Who can possibly make main event? He, you know, he can make it to the main event Mm -hmm. with his talent. But it's like with that gimmick. He'll probably just be mid card at that. He he'll just be at the mid card. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Vince being Vince, he'll probably just put him as like a comedy act. Well, yeah, yeah, but but he's so much more than that, and like he makes the gimmick work. Like any, I mean, anybody, it's 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 not easy work channeling Prince and then bits of Jimi Hendrix too with the purple uh, aesthetic. So props to him. So hopefully we'll see more uh, from from uh, Velveteen Dream, aka Patrick Clark, in the future. He definitely has a lot of potential, and Aleister Black too. I think he's uh, well on his way to the to becoming NXT champion one day. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half stars. Oh yeah, very good match. And then we had the uh, fatal four way for the NXT Women's Championship, uh, which was vacated by Asuka back in August uh, when she had her collarbone in- injury and was promoted to the main roster. We had uh, Ember Moon versus Kyrie Sane, Peyton Royce, and Nikki Cross. Um, this was a dope match. It was. I, I was going for Ember Moon. Mm hmm. Like the whole time. I had a feeling because Peyton Royce is pretty much, she's getting over pretty well. She is. Her and so, Billy Kay. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, they'll probably do it. And I thought that they were actually going to give it to Kyrie Sane, you know, from winning the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. She's very popular as well. And she has, like, like we we can't stress enough, probably the most beautiful leg drop, el- excuse me, elbow drop in the game today. Yep. So, I mean, I thought they were just going to give it to her. And I thought they was going to give it to her just based mm-hmm. off of that. But, nah, my girl Ember Moon prevailed. Yeah, absolutely. Like she hit the uh, she hit her uh, signature move, the eclipse, which is the top rope stunner, and she hit a double eclipse when she stunned uh, both Nikki Cross and Peyton Royce. That, yeah, at the end, I mean, Kyle didn't agree with to agree to it. He felt that it was lackluster and he wasn't too big on it. Mm. I mean, Afton was like, "Yo, those chicks were badass." Oh, absolutely, and I think it was definitely the right call for Ember Moon to finally capture the oh, yeah, definitely. championship. Definitely, yeah. and then at the end where. Asuka was in, was present and she presented Ember Moon with the title, mm-hmm. which yep. I, I just wanted. Just a huge class act, and I enjoy. I, I love that moment. Oh yeah, me me too. It's like the like the passing of the torch, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so Ember Moon, she's like the next uh, uh, dominant force in the NXT women's division, as she should be, because she's immensely talented and very likable, too. And I like her I like her gimmick, too. It kind of reminds me of, like, I mean, she's got to be, like, a, a, a Bloodborne Dark Souls fan, because I can see, like, parts of her gimmick, like, inspired by, like, the From Software games, especially, like, the whole Ember, like, fire gimmick, which yeah. is from Dark Souls 3. So she... I. If she if she is a fan or or is not a fan, I'd be surprised if she wasn't. Yeah, she she is a game. She is definitely a gamer. Yeah, yep. Krogan Shake episode of up up down down. Oh, that was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, but she cheated though. <laughs> oh yeah, because she, she never drank the Krogan Shake. No, nah, she um, she it was um, microtransactions. Oh. Oh wow! See, microtransactions are awful. said it at the end of the video. You the one who showed me the video. That's right. She did say that. And she yeah. said at the end, she's like, "I bought all the, t- you know, bought all the weapons and yada yada." And mm. then Kofi was just look, gave her that look, and be like, "Yeah, I drunk that shit." <laughs> yup. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Big ups to Amber Moon winning in her home state of Texas. Uh, she is from Dallas. Yeah. And um, definitely the right move, uh, Kyrie Sane. Uh, she she'll definitely be another contender for the women's championship. It's is better... the eclipse? Is the remove the eclipse outlawed? No, no, oh, okay. no. Um, Kyle just asked that because of the legit injury on Oscar. Oh no, I I don't know if Oscar got that injury from that move, but no, I don't I don't believe it's outlawed. Um, I know that. Her, believe it or not, like a fun fact, like when she was in the Indies, Ember Moon, her the original name for her Eclipse finisher was called the O Face. Wouldn't fly in the PG era, but the yeah. Eclipse is a, is a better, better fit is a better fitting name. Yeah. And Kyrie saying, like I said, that she's better chasing the gold, so she'll get it one day. And Billy Kane, Peyton Royce, man, yo, they're getting over with the crowd majorly. Oh yeah. Uh, and I like a uh, Peyton Royce's Poison Ivy type gimmick too. And uh, Nikki Nikki Cross, man, like she looks like she's been training and bar fighting her whole life. Like she's crazy she, and wild. Bro, she is, but she's part of sanity. Yeah. So, so I mean, there you go. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe you know she definitely has some potential too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, I'm I'm not discrediting that. Mm, absolutely. So, so what was your rating for uh, the uh, women's uh, fatal four way match? I gave it a three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Like I was like I, there was a lot of great spots in it, but I was still kind of like, you know, I was e- I was easily um distracted by other things. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm like, if it didn't really keep my attention as much yeah. as the other as some of the other matches, but I still thought it was a dope match, especially like the ending when she hits her hits the double stunner. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, big ups to Ember and Moon. Ky- and of course Kyrie did her, yep. beautiful elbow drop. Yep. Oh yes, and Adrian's outside. I'll go get him. Yep, uh, Adrian's outside right now. So uh, as he's out there, I'll I'll cover the other uh, matches on the card here. Um, as Adrian is coming up, uh, the next match on the NXT uh, War Games uh, event was the NXT Championship match, where we had uh, Drew McIntyre, the defending champion, uh, facing up against Andrade Cien Almas with uh Z- Zelina Vega as his manager. And yo, this was this was a very good contest. And you know, Drew McIntyre, he's he previously beat Bobby Roode 4 months ago to win the NXT Championship. And I will say that I'm very glad to see Drew McIntyre back, although uh towards the end of the match he did sustain a a, a bicep tear. 
Uh, and he's gonna, so he may be out for the next three to six months, which is very unfortunate because Drew McIntyre gained regained a lot of momentum coming back to, to back to the NXT, back to the WWE, and hopefully we'll see him back soon. But yeah, his match with uh, Andrade Cien Almas was was very good. They both, I mean, they were they both had a very good back and forth, uh, hard hitting hard hitting match. Um, there was a couple of spots in in the contest where uh, Zelina Vega tried to interfere. There was one there was one spot earlier where she tried to hit a Hurricane Rana on Drew McIntyre outside the ring, where she caught him in the head scissors, and midway through midway through her swing, Drew McIntyre just grabbed her and just placed her right on top of the uh, apron, like feet first, like she didn't even hit it. So it was, it was kind of like the Hurricane Rana attempt was like re- re- rewound. In, in in real time, so I thought that was pretty dope. Um, Andrade Cien Almas, I will also say, is is a really good story in how one character, well, one wrestler in particular, can be improved. In that, when when Andrade Cien Almas first made his debut uh, back in January, I, th- I think it was January of last year. Hey man, what's going on? Okay, we'll table we'll table that for a moment. <laughs> I want to do what you want to do. I want to uh, do what you want to do. I just wanted to give you the right entrance music. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> welcome, Adrian, sir. Hello, Victor. Yes, welcome back See to the. Nice CM Punk <laughs> um, Adrian just walked in uh, with the Roman Reigns entrance theme. He's got the <laughs> Roman Empire T-shirt on. Yes, I had to pick the right one that I, I thought would. I was gonna wear the shield one, but this isn't a shield debate. Okay. <laughs> but, yes. Um, Continue what you're doing. I'm gonna invite. I'm gonna get people. Oh yes. Uh, right now we're welcome, co- Admin A. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Right now we're just covering uh, NXT Takeover War Games, and uh, right now I'm just talking about the uh, Drew McIntyre Cien Almas match for the NXT Championship. It was dope. I gave it yeah. four stuff. I would. I, I gave it a four. Go, 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 go. Yeah. And um and I, and I was and I was uh, saying uh, when you walked in that um Cien Andrade Almas he's definitely an example of a of a. Of a of a of a superstar who actually came in started 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 on a on a rough on a rough foot yeah but then managed to improve over time because when he first came in he was like a baby face and it really didn't seem right for him and um and like you know his matches were kind of slow going were kind of like started off on the wrong foot but then once he linked up with Zelina Vega uh his his stock started to Vega. oh yeah great great heel manager like his his stock started to build and build as the weeks went on and he started to improve in his matches with a lot of uh high profile matches with other NXT competitors and to see him you know going from where he started in NXT to being the champion now when he defeated Drew McIntyre for the championship it's it's definitely an, an awesome improvement and I'm really glad that and I'm really glad that uh uh, Andrade Almas, you know, improved and has become the new NXT champion. Although, like I said, uh, like I was uh, explaining to our viewers earlier when you when you stepped out, um, Drew McIntyre did sustain a, a bicep tear injury. Saw, oh yeah, he, he was gone. just about to get called up too. Yeah, he was literally about to get called up, and he, <laughs> yo, that's the worst news ever. Yeah, so um, it's usually how it happens too. Pedro Alvarez says you got the wrong shirt, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I already. Uh, already see what's about to happen. Yeah. I'm inviting people for you, not for okay. me. These are okay. people who are gonna help you out. Okay. Oh. My friends don't like Roman Reigns like that, but okay. it's okay. All right. Okay. One one versus all, as yes. the slogan say. Okay. But uh, but yeah, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Big shouts to him. Um, he did hit his hammerlock DDT uh, finisher for the one two three. Um, 
so yeah, I'm glad that he's he's coming up. The former La Sombra, former leader of the Los Ingobernables. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's on the come up in NXT, and he's definitely improved. And I would love to see more of Zelina Vega as well. Are we better? Oh yeah, because she's a good heel manager for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on this match, uh, Carl? Gave it a four. Gave it a four. Like I, ju- I underestimated Andre. <laughs> Andre, like I just. I just never thought that he was like, you know, he wasn't really it. Mm-hmm. But this match proved it. Oh, yeah. It, it certainly did. In fact, like the 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 crowd was firm, was more behind him yeah. than McIntyre. McIntyre was kind of like the de facto heel. Yeah. And I was kind of expecting like, you know, Drew McIntyre getting getting called back up. And then did you know where he was going to go? Um, I wasn't not sure. Smackdown. Smackdown? Yeah. He, he's a Smackdown mm. guy. He said he's going to go to Smackdown. Mm. But someone was supposed to. Let me get closer because I don't think I'm close enough sometimes. Someone, yeah. like what I was reading was that they were going to move somebody, I think Rusev, to Raw and he was going to go to SmackDown. But I don't know. Now all the plans are all jumbled because mm. he's actually hurt. Some people thought it might have been a play, like a, it was a, but he's really hurt. So yeah. I don't know. Tonight, something big supposed to happen on SmackDown tonight too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but yeah. it's going to be fun to find out. It yeah, is. indeed. So, yeah, a really good match. Hopefully, uh, we'll see Drew McIntyre soon, sooner than later. Because yo, he's he's definitely he's he definitely set this game up since he since he left and came back. Kyle said he thinks Drew Drew McIntyre is overrated. Uh, I wouldn't say elaborate. that. elaborate. <laughs> yeah. What is overrated? Like like by what means? I'm just reading the comments. I know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to. I want to. I gotta start reading the comments. I'm like, right. I mean, I, I will say that I'm gonna turn all this off. Yeah. I will say that Drew McIntyre is a much more worthy uh, WWE champion than Jinder Mahal. Jesus Christ. But anyway, he's trying to get him started already. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't I mean, wait. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, curious. Are you a Jinder Mahal fan? Fan? No. Okay. Good. By fan, no. But I have a question. Yeah. Everybody wants something new, right? It's like, yeah. oh, we're so tired of the same champions, Randy Orton, fourteen times, John Cena, sixteen times. So they give you something that you've never seen coming, right? But that's not good enough for you guys. Well, here's no, a, not gender. Well, yeah. Not Jim. So, being, so you being mean new, gender. but you mean new what you want. So you just want to write the show. Because this is new. This is something you've you, no one ever seen. I would coming. love to write. Well, be, <laughs> well being I new, I, I, I get what you're saying, Adrian, but being new doesn't always mean good. No, but everyone clamored for something new and something different and something they didn't see. They gave you all three. Well, here's the thing. If you want something new, give us Nakamura as champion. So wait, so wait. But <laughs> no, if Nakamura became champion, wouldn't that be forcing him down our throat because he just came up? No, not at all. Not so wait a minute. All. Let me get this straight. He just comes up, uh-huh. and he becomes champion. That's okay. That that's not a shove down our throat. Because here's the thing: Nakamura is a well-established athlete. He's a he's a two-time NXT champion. Forget that. Though. Former forget that. IWGP forget World Champion. You can't forget that. You can't forget that. You have to forget he, that. He that brings has nothing it, to do with WWE. He does brings, his record come there? Do, do, <laughs> does his record get to come up there? His 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 accomplishments speak for themselves. It brings him they credibility. Speak for himself credibility, for legacy, but not for WWE. For his legacy, it does. But it does. actually bringing it up, right? What does it mean? What what, what 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 does it actually mean? By that logic, then that means that AJ Styles should have never been champion. False. I have a debate for that. AJ Styles should have been champion, but he was kind of champion kind of fast too. Let's just talk about Roman real quick. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hold, hold, hold. Can we even get wait, to Wargames? Yeah, can we get, get to Wargames? Yeah, I'm war so games ready for it. Table that. Wait, let's go back to, to what you were yeah. saying. I can't wait to get to Roman though. Yeah, um... 
yeah, we, we, we will table that. Um, we'll table that. That's good. Uh, That's a good thing. Yeah, so moving on to the main event of War Games. We had the uh, War Games match itself. Uh, Fire! Five. Five stars. All right. We had the undisputed, undisputed Era with Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish, a.k.a. Team ROH, uh, defeating the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong and Sanity. Uh, the current NXT Tag Team Champions in the War Games match. So it's three versus three versus three. Um, this match was utter chaos. I loved it. Um, what made them bring this back? First of all, the match was a five. I, I do okay, agree with that. Right. What right, made we, them we bring it back? Because, yes, we do. What made them bring this back? Because I had heard that they had talked about this last year, the year before. Like, like mm-hmm. what made them? They like, do want to do a lot of that stuff. They're bringing back Starcade. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. a lot of Dusty Rhodes' like, ideas are coming back. Please, not the Shockmaster. But, <laughs> like, is it, is it a, is it, to, like, someone, some random site I was on, was like, is this to get Cody, like, hey, wait, wait, like, look what we did with Dusty. Like, is this, because, but Cody ain't Cody's, off Cody ain't what? He ain't went up for it, though. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is this is to pay tribute, so like it shows you like there's good blood in the, like 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 uh there's good in case you want to come back because Cody's gonna come back to WWE. He's oh gonna, yeah, I see it happening a thousand percent. The the only reason why he re- he truly left was because he Stardust was garbage. He was and, done but, with it. He said mm-hmm. give it a full push or give it no push, but don't in between because that's what they were doing, like yeah. fake pushes mm-hmm. that weren't real. But Cody destroyed to me his own self when he wanted to go after he got married. He took that month off when he was uh with with Sandow. Yeah. They told him not to do it. Like they were gonna make him champ. He's gonna be champ, and he'd rather be a month with his wife, which is fine. But they a month missing wrestling is like is is like ten years. Like mm-hmm. the fans get tired of you and this and that. And I I would love to see Cody back, but that's a different story. I just want to know what made. I don't know if you guys knew. Yeah. Well, from what Kyle says, it was probably popular demand. Yeah. Think- they have the rights to it. Like why not? Yeah. You can do it. Oh, yeah, and, and the concept, of, and Triple H was, like, really high on the concept, too. Dude, Triple H, this is one thing One thing I lo- do love about um, Triple H, like, somewhat calling the shots, mm-hmm. is, like, he's he's a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Like, he's all he's been all about the talent. Why well, I think, it, I, the Cruiserweight Classic, mm-hmm. prime example, the UK tournament. Yep. The May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. The May Young Classic was Fire. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. I still say the Cruiserweight Classic was the best one. I, I agree. I don't disagree. I just didn't think I d I didn't think but that I it was like the I like the May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like the UK t- Yeah, I'm just saying I didn't think it was I didn't think you could get enough females to put that high competitiveness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. that was that was mm-hmm. different for me just seeing that high level. Yeah. Yeah, like he's putting in like so much like great talent. Like NXT is his. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and look what is in the, and look what it's doing. Yeah, I honestly really don't think that they could have pulled like the guys on the main roster mm. could have pulled off War Games. Like, like very few. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they couldn't. Like, it wouldn't have been as enjoyable. Right, I think. Right, but I also think that people like to see when NXT is the underdog because at times yeah. I watch matches and I'm like, this isn't a good match. But like, people are going crazy. But it's because. It's underdogs. People trying, like people like to see people fighting to make because everyone's trying to get trying to get to get WWE. To no one yeah. wants to stay on NXT. Samoa Joe said he he liked it for two months. He was there for a year. He liked it for two months. He said it was like I don't I don't want to be here anymore. But he had to. Right. Everyone's trying to get up. I love watching the matches. Um, but some of them stay there. Like is is like who's coming up? Like who? It's so hard to bring people up because then people complain. We already have people there. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the argument for that? Because NXT is becoming its own entity, which yeah. Vince McMahon isn't so happy about. But what happened? He's like, he's he's cashing in on it, so he's just gonna deal with it. Oh yeah, he has to deal with it because yeah. it's making money. But right. 
I know he's not too fond of it being its own thing, like its own chance, its own. Yeah. And and also too with the with the uh, war games match itself, yo, Killian Dane of Sanity, he was the MVP yo, of this match. He, went <laughs> he really did. Bit, what the what the hell is this big ass doing a coast to coast? We should have had yo. a thread for mm-hmm. that. For that for the for uh, are you in the group? No, nah, uh, he's not in. No, yeah. yeah, he is, but he doesn't really he is, okay, yeah, I'm saying we should have, did we I, have did, a I set up. You didn't thread. tag me, I didn't see it. Really? Yeah, I didn't see it. And I remember thinking after I wish I had made a thread for it. I seen the thread for Survivor series that I didn't make because I was I got Another question real quick. Yeah. The network. Yeah. When it says stop from the beginning, why can I not stop from the beginning during a live show if it's mm-hmm. on like a smart TV? I have to be on my PlayStation. Hmm. Why? Yeah. Like, do you guys... I, watch on, my, I watch on my PlayStation. Yeah. And yeah. that's the reason why I couldn't watch it live because usually I make a thread for it and we just talk about it and yeah. I watch mm-hmm. everyone complain about every match, which is fine. Yes. And then that's it. But, Shout out to Edmund. Oh my yo, god. That is another one of your rivals. You just love making enemies. Don't you? Yeah, I got like three of them in there. Like, yo, they hate me. And I'm like, they're like, you love yo, You and Edmund stay going out. <laughs> All at the time. It. Yo, come out to our Codex 100. He's going to be there. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to support you guys fully, <laughs> like 100% fully with everything with this, man. I'm so happy that, you know, I'm on this show. Right. But I hope yeah, Victor invites me back after tonight. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shall see. Who's <laughs> calling? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he's calling. <laughs> but. My cousin in my football group. It's clearly yeah, about football. Yeah, and it's about the jersey. Yeah, it's about, <laughs> it's about your jersey right now. So I got you. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, yo, yeah, Killian Dane. Like you hit a coast to coast. Like big ass did not need to be doing that coast to coast. But it was still dope. Like he yeah. barely could. I mean, he couldn't get from California to New York. He probably nah. made it to like Chicago. But like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, you had uh, Alexander Wolf. He, I think, he got suplexed through two tables uh, from Authors of Pain. He busted his head, back of his head. Yo, got some crimson in there. Uh, I love the Authors of Pain so much. Yeah, they're well I want booked. Them to come up so me too. bad, but mm. they but would they take over no as a spot they... though. Because wh- where would they go right now? The Usos. The are, Usos are the best tag team are the best right in the world mm-hmm. right now. Like they right. are literally they, everywhere. They run it. They're beating it. The, yeah, what they did with the bars made them. Made them so credible from where they started with. Like I watch them, and sometimes I'm like, "Yo, they're gonna beat." Like the fact that they got clean wins over the Shield and 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 one on one competition. Mm-hmm. Where do you put them at? Like the authors of pain. Like where do you put them at? Because if they come up and they lose matches, you did them wrong. They yeah. come up, they win everything. You hate them because that's what happened with Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. People hated that they just kept winning every match, but mm-hmm. then if they were losing matches. People hate him. So like. I feel like it's so hard. You gotta get. You gotta it's give so them a fair ba- You gotta mm-hmm. give them that fair balance. You know? I wish. Remember the ascension was when the ascension was when they were gonna be cha- if um the big one if he didn't hurt yeah. his ankle they would have yeah. been champion. He hurt his right. ankle and they were gonna be. Champion. I remember they, that they loved Triple H was so high on them. It's mm-hmm. the same thing he, he has with Van Dango. He thinks he really thinks he's a B plus A minus star. That's why he tries to put him in every situation that he can be in. Even mm-hmm. though right now they're goofballs. Yep. That it was a hit. I hate it now. I I literally hate, I cannot watch. You hate fashion files? I literally hate it. And I was the biggest. I was so behind it. And when people were like, "No, this is," I was like, "No, this is funny." But now it's just corny. Like I just I, I it goes nowhere. It's still we don't know who attacked them. Like I, I'm not happy. Like I'm not I'm not happy with it. Like it turns on. I'm like, yo, turn this off. Like I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, and let's not forget uh, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Adam Cole. Baby, baby. Hitting that, yo, hitting I up. love when he does. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. I get it. Yo, I, I, yo, I get it. I get Him, Bobby Roo, I don't know. I yo, know. Oh. As a matter of fact, I yeah. wanted to wait. I wanted. I was hoping you would be on time just to at least show. 
Oh, Bullet, Bullet Club. All right. All I need right. a Bullet Club shirt. Yo, Pedro, order me a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> he orders, he has more shirts than I do. I have like a shirt of everybody, and he has, nice. he has more than I do. Yeah. Like there was a spot in the match where Roderick Strong hit uh, Adam Cole with the uh, ultra superplex off the top of the cage onto, Yo, onto everybody. everybody. Oh, man. That was like a, the car crash spot. Uh, like yeah. that, what they displayed mm-hmm. was war games. Yeah, absolutely. That was what war games was supposed to be. That was what war games was growing up. Mm-hmm. Except for like the later years in WCW when Vince Russo took over and nobody really gave a shit. Oh, but God. like, <laughs> but the ones growing, you know, the ones you know with the road warriors, the four horsemen back then. That was what war games was all about. Mm. I'd probably say the last good War Games was 98. 98. That was with... Uh... When Ultimate Warrior came up through the trap door that... <laughs> oh, God. That wow. injured oh, British... Davy Boy Smith into yeah. death music. Yeah, basically... <laughs> that's old school. That's like 20 years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's like 20. I remember Almost, sitting yeah. with my father watching. I don't know what I was just thinking about. I was like, that's no, I was old. Damn, I remember yeah. watching that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. At the end, uh, the Undisputed Era, they won the match. But all, all three teams came out as winners, man. Won. Yeah, I was yeah. saying, yeah. They, they all won with that. Everybody deserves yeah. it. They all need to be called up. I, I'd say so. It won't happen anytime soon. Yeah. But at least authors of pain. Put them, put them on Raw. I think they should go to Raw. I think, and I think they should go to Raw and just not be near the titles. Just win matches. Some mm-hmm. single matches, some tag team matches. You can buy months doing that if WWE does it right. I mean... I think WWE messed up. Their biggest mess up to me was Finn Balor because I don't think yeah. you should ever. He wasn't even getting responses on WWE his third week. That's why they made him come out as the Demon King because he. You don't ever go up. You won one match in ten minutes of it. You weren't even fighting, and right. then you beat Roman Reigns with a clean move when he never loses the clean moves, and then you just go. Roman and Reigns never Reigns. loses. Yeah, false. <laughs> I can't wait to get into that, <laughs> and um, and then you just go beat Seth Rollins, and it's just such a force. And he wasn't. He wasn't particularly well on the mic up there, which he was better on NXT, which is so weird. I think he was right. nervous. But they brought the Demon King out early, like before he went, because they wanted people to get into it. Right. The best thing, not the best thing, but him, him getting hurt was kind of better because the crowd just didn't like him. He would have been booed. Just, he came back. I thought they had a good plan for him. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Like Him losing now, I think, is okay because it, it makes... Him losing made Samoa Joe look better than him beating Samoa Joe. It, does that make sense? Like I thought no, I him losing to Samoa Joe last night made Samoa Joe look stronger than mm-hmm. if, if he had beat Samoa Joe and you would think... Something. I just feel like Samoa Joe was the underdog last night, so it was a good win. He put over Kane. Um, I think he's taking some losses because he's about to... I think he's going to fight Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. So I think he's just taking some losses because he's about to fight Joe? No, I, th- I think I think uh, Finn Balor is. No, I, I, from what I hear, I think Vince has changed his plans on that. Like he's he, he's not he's not high on Balor. That's why he's had he's had him job to Kane and they job to, to Joe. I, that's so crazy because I heard the reason why he's lost to them is because Triple H is so high on Finn Balor. So it makes better sense that he's lo- like he put Kane over, so it looks better for him. For Brown Strowman, Samoa Joe's about to attack. So I, I know he's about to do something. Yeah, Brandon Sellers said he's scared of him getting hurt. Well, he, I mean. Yeah. And Vince is terrified of that because every time someone seems about to be a champion, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. So he's just he's he's against. Then he that. takes it from. Then he gets momentum and takes a forearm from Gender and gets concussed. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, he mm-hmm. fought through that. He finished the match. Yeah. I'm just. I, so that's crazy that you heard that, and I heard the complete. I heard that the reason why he's taking these losses is to put them over because he's about to go I, fight. Let's mm. breathe through Survivor Series because I'm ready for the debate. All right, let's well, go through Survivor Series. All right. Um. Or we could do the debate. Well, yeah, let's do the Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Survivor Series. We'll start from the opening match to the main event. We had uh, The Shield 
Wait, time out. I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Real quick. The pre-show. I don't yeah. understand yeah. why they fought Brizango. I'm being honest. I, I didn't. Brizango wasn't in the pre-show. Survivor Series. It was, was them it? against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh, I didn't watch the pre-show. Really? No. You didn't see that match? It was I a good not. match. Yeah. It just didn't make... I was, I at, a, I was, at, a, I was at a dinner okay. party. Yeah. Never mind, guys. I'm the wrestling fan here. Continue. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. I had to say that. Yeah, so the the pre-show I did not watch, but I did watch the main show. Obviously, clearly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, everyone. I didn't know. I didn't know why that. I didn't see it. I just it started from there, and I was mm. like, "Why are they fighting?" Mm. And it was it was an okay, it was an entertaining match. It was just I didn't understand. I didn't. I know if I missed something, but clearly no, no one yeah. watched. No one else watched it either. Yeah. <laughs> I've asked like four people, but okay. Yeah, but we had the opening match with a, a three on three: the Shield defeating the New Day, Raw versus SmackDown. Uh, yeah, it was an enjoyable three-on-three contest. I think it was four, right. four star. I think it was right for the Shield to go over that good, one. Good and you know a good a good opener. Oh yeah, I absolutely. thought it was a great. I thought it was a good opener because of the fact of how big New Day is and mm-hmm. how big Shield. Like it made everyone get in the state. Like, get into what, like yeah, they get into. I'm like, all right, it. we got it's, some. We yeah, got something here. And the Let's moves go. they were doing was just crazy. The kicks out. Like I thought at least two or three different times. The match could have just ended. You see someone jump in, flip mm. in. I, and I, they've been doing that more in tag team matches. If you watch the Usos and New Day, everything's so close. And then a quick hit and this. So yeah. I, lo- I, loved, I, I loved the match. Um, did you think it... W- do you know who got the pin? I don't remember. Xavier. Who. Xavier? No, no. He got pinned. Do you know who pinned him? Roman Reigns? Ambrose? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was weird that Ambrose got the pin in the biggest match of this will go like as I write their legacy and I do shows, it will be Ambrose got the pin on the new day because that's their I mean, only Ambrose is just as big of a member of the shield as Roman. No, 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 no. As, he yeah. is, but because of the fact that it was Ambrose, I thought it'd be Seth. I that that's because Seth is seen as the more uh, he's the more like it's this reigns, Seth Dean. That's the way it's usually viewed yeah. as. I didn't think mm-hmm. Dean would get I knew Xavier would be pinned. But I didn't think Dean would get the pin. Mm. But I didn't know if that if you guys seen into that. But I guess not. <laughs> yeah. So and, and plus, I think it was a, the right call for the Shield to go over since they just came back. Yeah. And they have all this. Yeah. Momentum. They got to give him that momentum. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. So and they got to have all the belts for that. Um, oh, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, we just got the Intercontinental. I can't yeah. So I mean, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that later. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, then we had a boy got notes here, man. Oh, I'm yeah. bro, me too. Right in my phone. I cannot wait. Nice. I can- <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the uh, women's uh, Survivor Series match: Team Raw, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar, and Nia Jax defeating Team SmackDown. Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina. Oscar, my baby out here cleaning house. Listen, yeah. the best thing WWE is doing is with Oscar right now. Well, oh, yeah. her being the last, I was like, you have to no, don't let it be her and Naya. Don't let it be some protection. Let her have to win that, like win it, even if you know mm. she's going to win. Because mm. I figured, I was like, there's no way her first loss will be here. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping her first loss is at WrestleMania to somebody, but mm. if um, I'm hoping that the way it went from that, wait. Monday night. Who did she fight last night? Because Dana Brooke. Yeah. So see how she's fighting like these other people. It's it's giving them a good look. It made Emma look good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Asuka can also put people over by and still win. Right. And that's what I feel like is happening. People are tuning in. Like my daughter loves Asuka. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like wants to good see her, her fight. And yes. Yeah, I think Asuka's great. So I was I was happy with the match. I was I I thought it was a good yeah. match. 
Oh, absolutely. And have you seen like her stuff in NXT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's she's probably before I got big in NXT and started watching it. Mm-hmm. She was the reason why I wanted to go back to watch her matches, just because I had heard her not losing. Reminded me of CM Punk. Yeah, I love CM Punk. So I'm I sorry, went back I and me too. he'll be back too. You believe so? Yes, because people need money. <laughs> why I mean, everyone else comes no, back? CM Punk was like. He doesn't live no outlandish no, lifestyle. People love money. Neither does Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar doesn't live no outlandish. He lives out on some farm in Canada. Not, yeah, yeah <laughs> it means nothing. But yeah. when people get offered millions, I mean, just millions of dollars, it's yeah. hard to say no. I, I I would have to agree because like if and, and CM Punk pretty much said this himself. Like if he was offered a Lesnar part-time Lesnar deal, he'd take it. Yeah, yeah. like eventually, I'll look at he was suing. He was suing the doctor. He was suing. Dropped it. He was suing WWE. Dropped oh, it. It's, oh, they it, dropped it. Yeah, it's dropped. Nice. I, I, it, nice. Eventually, what happens is you just drop it. Vince McMahon doesn't as bad as he can be. He doesn't really hold grudges. Like no, he, he doesn't. He, he lets you if you can make him money, mm-hmm. then you're fine in his book. Bret Hart came back. Bad like man. like uh, after yeah. that, who was my favorite wrestler of all time? He came back. If he can come back, anyone else can. Eventually, yeah. Bruno came back. Yeah, mm-hmm. think about it, man. You know, he let he let the Ultimate Warrior come back after everything he was saying for the. A decade. Oh my god! I got one. I got uh, I got an <laughs> autographed copy of the Ultimate Warriors like shoot interview. Dog. All the pictures. It was like slander. It was literally like listening to an audio version of Owen Hart's widow's Owen Hart's widow's book. <laughs> oh my god! Was that bad? Oh, like slander. Oof. I think he bat. He like said very. Good, he said he said a good thing about the Undertaker because nobody says anything bad about the Undertaker except for Vic. I just joke about that. Yeah. Um, he says that he said he had a good relationship with Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't say nothing bad about Sting, another wrestler who nobody can say anything bad about. Right. And that was it. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Asuka, she's definitely on the come up. They're doing they're doing right by her. So uh, uh, yeah, I'm gl- I'm glad that Vince is not Vince McManning Asuka's no, momentum. And so he's the good. one doing it. like he. He's really like having her do well, and I just believe she's putting on such good match. I was proud of Dana Brooke last night just for her taking the shots and falling. I, the ending, the cover was a little weird, but mm. everything else was good. I felt she got some good shots in. Um, but the I thought the tag, the the five tag match at Survivor Series was just a good match. I, it I, was. Yeah. I might be biased because I watched it with my daughter and she freaked out and ran around and <laughs> jumped up and she's like so happy. Mm. Nice. That's what's up. Your daughter's yeah. not a Bailey girl. She is a Bailey girl, but she loves she loves Oscar. Like she yeah. just was like she loves Oscar, and she always says nobody can beat Nia. Like there's always something. She's five, so to her it's yeah. different. She's like something always happens. They never just beat her, and mm. I'm like, yeah, I know it's never yes. clean. She goes, no, she's clean. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, she doesn't understand. Yeah, but she's the best. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then we had the uh, U.S. champ Baron Corbin uh, defeating the Intercontinental champ The Miz. Uh, well, getting, getting away. Brandon Sell says Dana Brooke could put me over yeah, or was, under. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's not keep, let's not be crass, people. Let's not be crass. We having fun. Yeah, we are we, still, we man. Fun. Come on, but but and and, and, and to be fair, Dana, Dana Brooke is not that good. Anyway, let's let's, let's go about. <laughs> I said she had a good match. I said she was yeah. that good. I said yeah. I felt like she had a good match last night against Oscar. Taking a lot, she sold a lot of shots and she got a couple good ones. And I don't think she's. I, I think they didn't drop her because her boyfriend had just her husband had just killed herself. Yeah. Oh, so that's why I, I I think she was gonna get dropped. But like, how do you how do you drop somebody? Damn, before? is that what happened? He killed himself. Yeah, yeah he killed himself. Oh damn. Uh, so like, I saw that he died, but I just never. No, yeah, I didn't ki- follow up with the story. Yeah, no, no, he killed himself. So mm. they weren't gonna drop her. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I'm nah. pretty. Yeah, they were. At least like, not right away. Yeah, not right away. <laughs> I, probably, give it a year. Give it a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna pay her whatever she gets now, but 
I'm pretty sure she was gonna get dropped because yeah. there's no use of her. But she, yeah. she, she's never she never got better. She's as good as she was in the next day. Yeah, you know I mean, you're she right. never. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, Baron Corbin going over the Miz, um, and then you had uh, the Usos going over the We're bar. Not talking about the Corbin match. Well, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Where's letting that go? Oh, he, went, he got through the Miz tirage. He, 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 he. he I, I thought a lot of people thought he was gonna lose. Mm. I mean, three I thought, at best. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about, I wasn't, I'm talking about I wasn't, the song that the, at least WWE's off of the hate of Baron Corbin because mm. they were on the yeah. the whole thing and I heard rumors that he like him pushing that ref when the ref fell wasn't supposed to happen like that and mm. you know he wasn't the best locker room guy but they let him go over the Miz who has who's had a pretty good 2017. Oh yeah. yeah. So I just thought Yo, it was Miz a, is the top heel in the game. Yeah, no, I yeah, I believe I believe like, he he gets you to He's carrying last night, last mm. night he was getting booed. I mean, he's getting cheered, and he got them to boo him. I think that's one of the hottest things to do is to yeah. be cheered as mm-hmm. a heel and then say something so rude to them that they just stop booing. You're like, no, never mind. You're yeah. not getting cheered by us. Yeah, so you, I just thought it was a big win for Baron Corbin. I'm hoping Shawn tonight. Michaels, Shawn Michaels is probably the best one who can do it. Oh, that. yeah. You know, but, I'm saying, but the Miz right now in this year is, is top-notch at doing that, where people, mm-hmm. like, you're cheering for him, and you're like, what did he just say to me? And you boo him. Right. I, yeah. I, I believe Baron Corbin tonight, I'm hoping he just has, like, a big win. I think if they're really... Kind of try to believe in him. I'm not the biggest Baron Corbin fan, mm. but if you are, I believe in WWE. Like I want them to succeed. He needs to have a big win tonight, a fight tonight, because people are going to be watching. I think. I think that was just a big win. He can brag about it, mm. whatever. But go ahead, next match or Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Usos uh, defeating the Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, SmackDown tag champs versus Usos proved that they're the best game. They're the best tag team in the game right yes. now. Yeah, they kill, up, they kill it. They kill it. They kill it on the in the ring. They kill it on promos. Yo, hey, oh my God, those yeah. promos. No, I had to just listen yeah. to the rap battle like on the way Yo, here. Like... It's just the Usos, man. Who would have thought? Because when they drafted, when they did, and they brought it up at Survivor Series, like they weren't draft, like it, no one cared. Like, like mm-hmm. no one cared. The Usos weren't winning or losing matches. They just weren't fighting. They were getting hurt. I know yep. Vince hates people getting hurt, mm-hmm. and they just came back. And I thought it was so crazy. The matches that they had with New Day was just phenomenal. The matches of the year, like like little yeah, two definitely, of them could be definitely matches of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then for them to go over on the New Day, who just you just expected the New Day to go over in the end, and mm-hmm. they didn't. And then they just I don't know. I just think the Usos are the best tag team right now, and yeah. it's just oh, yeah. it was a good match. I, I like to watch. Yeah, and and honestly, like I was cool with the whole you know when they came out with the face paint doing a haka and stuff. Yeah. In the beginning, and I now never want to see that again. Now I, I love cool who with, they are. I was going to love, love what they are. They're, you have to say like themse- I love that. themselves. Yeah, I love that. But this is who they are. They're not yeah. like, jokes, which, which is fine. They they did what they had to do to you know whatever Vince tells you to do, you do. But Correct. now they're they're themselves they with the volume up to ten. Yeah, and the pen, have you that watched, Uso penitentiary? Yo, that was so yeah. catchy out of nowhere. He just said it. Yeah. And do it you watch them up up down down? No, it's basically like no, you you should be watching it. They're doing a Madden tournament. They're doing a Madden tournament. Yeah, wrestlers are playing Madden. Oh wait, yeah. Didn't someone? Didn't the champ just lose? Yeah, the one who yeah. Won the Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, Rollins with three times. He won yeah, three he years won. in a row. Who did he lose to? Brian Corbin. No, to J- Jason, to Jordan. Jason, Jordan. Jason Jordan. I wasn't. Oh my god, that's a more hate. Who's a Dallas Cowboys fan? <laughs> well, he's no, he's not a Dallas Cowboys fan, but he picked the Dallas Cowboys. They yeah, were actually right? both. Um, they're actually both um, Bears fans. Oh wow. Yeah, Seth Rollins is a Bears fan. Jason Jordan's from Chicago. He's yeah, I know. I, I didn't yeah. know Seth Rollins was a bit. I know, that's a different story. But um, no, I don't. I, I don't. I used to watch it, but I just. Oh, no, shit is dope. Man, man, get yo, back in. Got a kid sometimes. It's hard to get time. Yeah, <laughs> she don't want to watch it. We really don't watch stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and also like one 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 quick spot that I liked was when uh, one of the Usos made that hot tag by diving over the rope, tagging his yeah. brother. 
That was, they hit the splash. Listen, that they was do dope. that great. Like, that was crazy. That was such a good match. I'm going to watch it tonight. That was such a good I, I love yeah. that match. Yep. Indeed. And then we had the uh, women's SmackDown Women's Champ, Charlotte Flair, defeating the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Uh, very, very good contest. It was. It was clean. Clean. Yeah. She really might headline WrestleMania one year. I don't know against who, but she says she wants to. I think Vince is open to the idea, man. man. I'm telling you. No female ever has. I think I mm. think I think she will be she's Ric Flair's daughter, bro. Yeah. Like I feel like if, if anything, she'll she'll headline WrestleMania off the strength of that. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm saying. Yo, listen, her versus Oscar, if they let Oscar not lose all next year, going into the next WrestleMania, Charlotte's I mean, she'd have to stay champ. I mean, it's hard to get the story there because you need yeah. Charlotte to look just as strong as Oscar. Mm-hmm. It's hard to look just as strong as Oscar when Oscar doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. But Man, I, I listen, Charlotte. I love Charlotte. I just do. I always have, and I just feel like I felt like Alexa held her own though in the match. I, I felt like she definitely did well. Absolutely, yeah. Like, uh, like these these two women, they're the only two women who have held both Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. And they bring that up at the right time. They're like, yeah. they're the only yeah. two. And you're like, oh, really? Wow. Then they don't bring it up any other time but the match, and it's just good to hear. It was cool. Yeah, and Alexa Bliss, she's been stepping her game up like ever since she came up in NXT. So yeah, she was damn near the last pick too, and she just <laughs> yeah, she just. Switched over, made a champion, took it off Bailey when everyone. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I want to say real quick: Bailey, before she left, when she was hurt, was getting booed. Now she came back and she getting cheered again. What the hell happened? And we were talking about hmm. it. She was getting booed. I, I remember us and talking then, about that and, in the group. And now, and she's and now she come back and now she's being cheered again. I don't. Hmm. Did fans forget they were booing her? Did they possibly? I, yeah, like I don't they, know. Like, I don't even know why they, they were booing her. It's like her. they missed it. Well, I, mean, I, I think the the happy you know the happy go lucky hug again thing. She's not like, so much that right now. Like she's not coming out being extra. Like she mm-hmm. does the Bailey thing, but she runs out and she talks. She's a little more aggressive on the mic. I don't like where they were going with the Corey Graves thing. I'm happy that they that she got. I'm happy yeah. she got hurt, but her being hurt stopped it because mm-hmm. they were just gonna make her look so weak and supposed yeah. yeah. to hug every like. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was gonna work. Yeah, and plus, like uh, with the whole like, the ret- oh, he said it's called. Kyle says it's, it's, it's called return, return pop. pop. Yeah. But she's oh, yeah. been getting it for a month, so like, I mean, mm-hmm. does it end? Like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think fans were starting to get sick of Bailey Stick, mostly because like how she was being booked, especially with that horrible "This Is Your Life" segment with uh, Alexa Bliss, Listen, which was, soured a lot of people Listen, to Bailey. That, that Listen, was there was only one good "This Is Your Life" segment. That was The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Mick Foley. Yeah. I love The Rock, too. I'm just saying you guys love him more. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, great, good match there. And then we had the match of the night. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Universal Champion, uh, going over against, against the phenomenal AJ Styles, the WWE Champion, two times the most deserving champion all year, uh, rescuing the title from irrelevance from Jinder Mahal. Uh, but, yes, this match itself. What is he saying? Oh, my God. AJ Styles is the most deserving champion this year. Save it for the debate. Save yeah. it for the debate. Save it for the I'm debate. I'm not even going to say Reigns is that. I, 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 how is he the most deserving champion this year? I mean, against a terrible, irrelevant reign of Jinder Mahal. Then you had a, uh, Randy Orton's needless, needless 14th reign. What? Then you had Why Bray, do you guys call things needless? Then you had, then you had Bray Wyatt's... Do legacies trans- matter? Bray Wyatt's transitional reign. And then you had John Cena's 16th win, which was, in a, which was a, a 2017 match of the year candidate with back, back in the Royal Rumble. That was a really good match. So, so let me get this straight. Yeah. AJ Styles mm-hmm. is the most... So he's more deserving champion than The Miz was when The Miz won the Intercontinental title. His first run. Who I'm had talk- a way better run than AJ did. He had a way better run than AJ did. I'm talking he about was, the, you're talking about the world championship. You, you said champion. You mean world champion? You, yeah, you, no, you world, champion, world champion. World you champion. mean only world champion? Yeah, this year. yeah. The, the world championship. Yeah, over everyone that had it this year. That's by default. This That's year. by default. AJ, John Cena's 16th championship means nothing. Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal to me 
became champion probably for India. He's going to be champion again probably tonight. Um, well, they're going back to India, so he has to have the title. He's not going to go well, in and not the champion. Well, they did book a match. They, they are He's booking book- a match. Uh, Triple H. H-, 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 H- well, yeah, with Triple H, H- in H- India. H- yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the, it will trickle down. He has Triple H, right? Yeah. And then he'll become champion. And they'll promote that. That's, that's, I, would, I would probably bet that Jinder Mahal will be champion by the time they reach India. Well, ironically, Kyle says he's correct. Don't make me agree with Victor. <laughs> no, I, ironically, India doesn't give a shit about Jinder Mahal. But they really num- don't care about him. But his numbers are crazy. His number, like, like his, like his, like his merchandise there mm-hmm. is like crazy. Well, by default, because he's the only like notable well, yeah, Indian saying, wrestler there. Yeah, well, yeah but well, I, then Great I mean, Khali was big too. Yeah, and Khali is garbage. He's awful. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why he came back for that one match. Even though that was kind of cool that he came back, just because. Who thought he was going to come back? Yeah. Shock value. You know what I mean? The shock value was cool. Not mm-hmm. the actual seeing the great Holly. Just that. Yeah. But like I said, I, I love AJ Styles. I do believe AJ Styles is being shoved on us. But I do. How is he not? I don't see it. No. Answer me this. What other wrestler, right, doesn't lose by the person doing their move once? Please say Roman Reigns so I can tell you. I can name off now. <laughs> what other wrestler? He gets away with murder. John Cena doesn't doesn't get pinned by people's moves. So now he's John try. Cena. He's as big as he's John Cena. Thank you. Wait. What wait. other people get away with that? AJ Styles goes in matches, right? Uh-huh. He gets hit with the best moves ever and just kicks out. If other top wrestlers do that, they complain. Uh, he got he got laid out with one F five, which and the, and the F five first time and the F five is the most protected finisher well, listen, right now. That's the first time, and I posted that's the first time in his career on WWE mm-hmm. that he's lost to the move being done once. That doesn't seem. But if anyone else that does, we complain. If Roman Reigns gets out, we complain. Everyone goes crazy. <laughs> AJ Styles was like, "Oh my God, AJ Styles is the man. He got up for the third time. Why? What? Because." He's, he's, he's that phenomenal. Oh, yeah, right. oh, he's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't wait. They, they, I need answers like that. I need answers. All right, we almost said. We almost said. Apparently, you made a vi- you made a uh, face mm-hmm. that Kyle says that it could be meme of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait. This <laughs> is gonna be on YouTube probably like either tonight or tomorrow. I'll get my meme people up there, Kyle. Don't worry about it. We about to handle it. All right. This. Can't wait to see it, Kyle. Plus but uh, the champions, but uh, but, uh, but oh. shout out! Wait, shout out Eddie. to my man Derek. Eddie, that's right. too, man. Wait, but, when is Class of the Champions? The 18th, 19th, uh, 17th. No, because the 18th Raw is going to be over here. Yep. So I think the we're 17th. getting. I think we're getting the the 17th. Raw afterward. We, we, we get the after date because yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah, uh, real quick, um, uh, the Lesnar AJ Styles match. I thought it was very good. It did start off with uh, oh Brock god, I knew I was tip, like, oh, tip, it was such a good start. Yeah, to me. You know why? Because yeah. you thought, oh my God, he's about to John Cena this guy. Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, this, they can't do this. Just they can't feed yeah. him to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And then he made a kick and you're okay. like, boom. Oh, shoot. And then, boom. Yo, to me, that was one of the best thoughts because of what you believe. Like, like what, what you thought was, was going to happen. Oh my God. Like he, and every, he punched him, just got suplexed. He swung yeah. at him, just got suplexed. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. this is John Cena all over again. Yeah. He hit two, three like kicks. You're like, boom, shoved him to the ground. Threw, like it, you just felt. Yeah, for some odd reason they were about to John Cena him. It made no sense that they had, mm-hmm. but you were gonna be like, "What the hell just happened?" And then you thought maybe that would work against him losing to Jinder. And for AJ to come away from that to me made the start of the match so good. Yeah, and that's why I do love AJ Styles. It was that he got beat down yeah. <laughs> and he just turned it. The calf crusher was crazy. That remote. that shit mm-hmm. was nuts. I'm like, oh, I, like, I wish he would get a new finishing move because he keeps losing every time he tries to do his finishing move. It always mm-hmm. turns when he fought Roman Reigns. He got spared twice. 
Yeah. It just, it just <laughs> what the styles clash? No, no, no. When um uh the phenomenal forearm. Oh, the phenomenal forearm. forearm. Every time he goes to do it, it always leads to someone else's finishing move. So we did it to Chris Jericho, led to his finishing move, and it always leads to like as soon as he went up there, I was like, oh, I don't think he's gonna fall to F five. Patrick yeah. Warren says. Uh, Strowman deserves the belt already. Strowman is actually shoved on our face. Yo, yeah, yeah. He is. He's being shoved on us, but oh, no we'll one cares. We'll get, we'll get no to one that cares. They, they, they only care if it's Roman. They, they don't care if it's anybody else. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Strowman in, in, a, in a bit because I have some words about that in the Roman Reigns debate. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Styles Lesnar match was very good storytelling. Was like at the end, story. like, like, like Styles gave him hell and, you know, yeah. proved that he yo, looked made beaten. <laughs> yeah. And I yo, think he that re- made Brock Lesnar's. He's been champion now for 241 or 243 days now or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And they brought that up. And I believe that was that, that they'll start bringing that up more as mm-hmm. it gets closer to WrestleMania. Yep. Um, they have found a way to... Every time Brock, Brock Lesnar fights, it's just a big match. Like like it, yeah. Samoa Joe, Strowman, AJ, the four-man matches. It's it's just... it's His run now, to me, is better than it was the last time he had it. It mm-hmm. just seems bigger. Now, maybe because he's fighting different talent. He's not fighting The Undertaker, mm-hmm. which as much as I love The Undertaker... He just this moves he can't do anymore. This yeah. hits he can't take anymore. Correct, yeah, so correct, it's just correct. different. Even though the Survivor Series when he when he beat Brock was probably the best Undertaker I had seen in a while because he did a lot of different moves and took he took like six uh, four suplexes. So it was more than he had been taking. You mean the Hell in a Cell? Hell in a Cell. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that was a, a better match when he jumped over the ropes. It was just a lot for the Undertaker, who I hope stays retired. Yeah. Um, but uh, not because I don't want him back, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle says Strowman is getting the Lex Luger WWF run treatment. Ugh, I don't think go, he's gonna get a. Bu- I won't go that far. They trying to murder no. Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh yeah, like literally murder him. Why you said that? Oh, okay. With the, Roman with the... hits him with a bus. They throw him in a trash oh, can. Like wait, it's, it's just to show you that he's a monster. <laughs> Still, yeah, yeah, I know what it is, but it's like yo, he got hot really at the wrong time. To murder yeah. him. It, it, it just happens. He just got this whole story that you see. WWE is a story, right? It's Correct. Ending a thing. This is a story of how Roman Reigns becomes champion. This is, the, the, this is what the story is. They've sold it to you different ways, but mm. the story is... Now, this is the best time of them telling a story for Roman Reigns to become champion because you're not focused on it because they're keeping him away from there. He's just not near it. He's not. He's just not right, near he's it. Focused on yeah. it. So you know what I mean? Like you, you're focused on the shield. You're focused on the fact that Roman Reigns has lost some key matches. You're focused on Brock Lesnar putting on better matches. Mm. But in the end, this is a story of how Roman Reigns becomes champion. And and becomes yeah. champion for the well. record, Kyle, I remember the Lex Express, bro. I yeah. remember so, the slam around him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think Strowman got hot at the wrong time. He's just mm. he's a, he's a, he's hot, but it's mm. just it's everyone like you have to have a title, but there's just times. Remember when Razor Roman was hot? He didn't have the title. There's just yeah. times yeah. where you're just hot, but the, they don't have plans for you to be champion yeah. for a year. Now I got a quick now I got a quick question. Like yeah. now, are you a Game of Thrones fan? Yes. Now you know like they were having talks with um Thor Bjornsson, who played the mountain, yeah, to Strowman's come to WWE. Yes. Do I, you think for WrestleMania, it, no. If the, that'd be crazy, but like, do you think that if Thor Bjornsson came into WWE, he would be getting the push that Braun Strowman would be getting right now? No, because Braun Strowman, Braun, I mean, the guy would Braun Strowman can fight though. Like, look, he's actually yeah. like, like watching him last night against Kane. Like, like him getting hit, he falls at the right time, he lands at the right time. Brock Lesnar, like everything's different. Like, you have to be like, well, he was Braun, gonna. I'm sure he was gonna. Run. I'm sure if Thor yeah, Bjornsson would have ran through the I'm, performance center, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, got trained. To, yeah. Well, but you like, don't know that. If sometimes when they go to WrestleMania, they don't go through that. They just right. go and they have a couple practice and that, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Braun's gotten better on the mic too. Like his his, his voice, he's learned to break it down to. Speak directly yeah. on what he says and not try to, you know, go go away from who he is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think Braun Strowman is is someone 
who should be champion just shouldn't be champion now. I, I just yeah. don't think his time is now. And that happens in the WWE where you wait a year or two years because mm-hmm. you're, it's not their plan for you. So they keep you strong, mm-hmm. but you're just not... It would be a pointless time for... If Braun Strowman became champion right now, he'd, he'd lose it. This is, first of all, this is the worst time to become champion is December because if Royal Rumble WrestleMania, you're bound to lose your title at one of these yeah. points. Yeah. So it'd be a bad time for him to become champion anyways. And... It doesn't. What did he go through? Like, what's his story? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he needs to. I feel like he has he to go to, through something. Yeah, like, I feel it's like, like it's like one thing. I felt like nowadays they're pushing wrestlers too fast. Yeah, me too. Oh my god! Like, my I remember, like it. back in the day, like back in the day, like you saw Bret Hart. He went through the tag team division. Then you saw him go through the Intercontinental division, and the then media, eventually, though. like he ended up when he beat World F- Ric Flair for the world title. It's like yeah. and the same thing with Shawn Michaels. Like you was able, but, not, but you can to see it. the grind. Even like, even 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 years before. For that, like for example, Kofi Kingston, right? He's not, yeah. he's never gonna be world champion, but he, his rise, he went to the U.S. title, right? And then he went to like you, you, you normally start it slow, mm-hmm. so that's why it was better when random people like say Sheamus came and became champion. It was just different. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he should have became champion. It was just different. But now everyone comes in and they don't and 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 they can't lose a match. So now everyone's undefeated. But mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. And remember, um, who's the guy? Adam Rose. Remember he came in yeah. he had like 16 in a row. You're like, why? This guy's not. So then people started bringing it up because the media, you go on social media, they bring it up, this guy has lost the match yet. So they're mm-hmm. trying to find a way for him to lose the match without it being too bad. And people, it turns like, I wish you could go back to when you didn't have to fight for a title. You could go and have a match at freaking class, not class of champions, so to say, but let's say Royal Rumble and the match didn't mean anything. Like right. it just meant you had a match. Like these two hate each other. They're fighting. Mm-hmm. Why does everything have to mean something now? And I think that's what's watering down WWE because they're like, okay, well, we can only make these 20 people mean something. So the other... 30 just don't mean anything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's All right. Well, let's get out because I'm ready yeah. for this debate. Yeah, and then we main had... Event. Yes, the main event, which uh, had a spark when it started, but then it ended up garbage. We had awesome? a... Yeah, we had Whoa, a... Oh, he speaks yes. for himself. Yeah, we had a Team Raw, uh, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H defeating Team SmackDown, Shane O'Mac, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. Listen, I just saw like Shinsuke Nakamura's like next three WrestleMania opponents in that one. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Like they wanted those matches. They they wanted them Naka's to Naka's following is just so crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about this match, why I said it started off... Uh, had a spark and then it turned out mm. garbage. Where where all where the all the, the all the newer talents, the younger newer talents were 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 shoved off early. Nakamura was the first one power slam from Strowman, followed by Bobby Roode, same deal. Then Balor got shoved out. Then Samoa Joe, and then you were left with uh, Angle, who's who's uh over the who's, who's still who still got it to a certain extent, but he's over the hill. You got Randy Orton, he had a good who, match. He, yeah. he fought well. He, he fought yeah, well. He survived like better than he did he with did. the shit. He he had it. He had a. Yeah. Go. yeah, you had Randy Orton who doesn't need to be there anymore because he's. He, what else is there for him to accomplish? You have. He, um, that's my argument is he's not done though, so he gets to accomplish things. That's why I don't understand why. Like your argument is like he should just retire then. He should. That is the dumbest thing I've heard today. Well, he and really I know you're gonna say different things in our debate, <laughs> but that's the dumbest thing I've heard today. Why would he retire? What else is there for him to do? He's already reached a mountaintop. He's a 14-time champion. He's a legacy well, other, building. He's what, a wrestler. He's a good what, wrestler. That's why. Because he can put people over. That's why. Because 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 people go to see him. Because he has fans. That That's why. Because he's not done. Because he's not hurt. 
What, what, I, right, but but here's the thing. Or, he's like or 40, is, like 38. Yeah, but Orton is boring. He's he's. I'm, I mean, I take nothing away from him from his skill as a wrestler. He's boring. immensely talented. But he's. I mean, you gotta admit, man. Like his whole gimmick, his I whole silent Ray but deadly stuff. It's just. I, I I watch him, and, he, and there's a reason why people call him Blandy Borton because he. I've heard that never. Because, but okay, go. Yeah, he, I've never heard that. I, I've seen it a lot on internet. <laughs> You're gonna have to show me. I've never heard that. We're gonna go. Yeah, Blandy Borton, because like, <laughs> yo, as as good as he is, like. They gotta be like six years old people who say it's that. it's like it's like I'm watching him, it's like wow man. It's like it's a watching his matches sometimes, as good as he is, it's like a 15, 20 minute fight to stake to keep my eyes open at times. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like this debate's not gonna prove anything tonight. I feel like I'm I feel sorry. like two different worlds. I'm ready. And um I'm ready. And and and, tri- and triple H and triple H, you know, just feeding his ego. And and, and he, Oh him, my <laughs> god. So let me get this straight. One, one more time. If you've done a lot for the business. And mm-hmm. you fight, and you have fans, and you bring people in the season that want to see you because people want to see Triple H. People wanted to see. People want to see John Cena. Mm-hmm. Like people want to see them. Yeah, they should just stop because because. And here's the issue with that is the same fans that say that mm-hmm. don't watch the show though because oh I can't wait to read the page. <laughs> you understand that people had a chance to take over wrestling when certain people were injured or suspended, and mm-hmm. the ratings went down. Mm-hmm. So ratings are down ha- now. No, no, er, focus. They went down. So that means mm-hmm. that wherever they're at now, they got worse. And then they leveled back up to 3 million, 4 million, or when Roman Reigns fights about 4 million. But it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to show you. God, it's fine. Right it's there fine. So been another I have a question. Mm-hmm. On, you say this, but they can't get people to watch these other cool wrestlers, these mm-hmm. you know these hip wrestlers, yeah. fight. So what are they supposed to do? Because the fans won't watch them. Even though the fans seem to love them, but they won't tune in to watch them. Just, just, mm-hmm. just, just tell me what they should do. Listen, man. Uh, I, got him. <laughs> I know I got him. I know. No, I, I can't wait. No, I, I can't yeah, wait. No, you, 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 you make a. I admit, you make a very good point in that. And, and, in that, and, yeah, and it's a serious question because honestly, no. someone has to. There has to be bigger names. Yeah. And, d- and just to give you a topic real quick, Randy Roman Reigns did not wrestle right when he wasn't wrestling. The ratings went down 1.5 million. People mm. stopped watching wrestling when mm. he was not fighting. When he was suspended, it went down 1.7. That's a mm. lot of people just not watching when he's fighting. They started mm. using him twice because they realized that people were coming to watch. Remember, he's fighting two matches a night and they were doing this. It's yep. because they can't get people to watch. So this is, I'll take that out of my whole debate with you is how do people watch? You had a chance to watch Seth Rollins be champion. You had it. Mm. And, and, yo, he's fighting. He's main eventing. Yeah. Ron Strowman. But they don't tune in for that. So what, do you, what does WWE do if they can't get you to actually watch these people unless they're fighting him or right. another top guy? Right, but that's also indicative. I mean, yeah, with with Randy Orton, they have the they they bring star power, they bring name value, yeah. but that's also indicative of a, of a booking problem that WWE has always had, where they where they have a failure to to properly build up new stars. How can they? So it's actually give, Storm any better than they are right now. I, still, he main evented and it's, it just did no numbers. Well, the injury didn't do him any favors either. Facts. Yeah, I agree with that. But even when we posted the thing in the uh, you know, in a group, we posted like the numbers, like the main event numbers, this and that, Roman's mm-hmm. numbers, this and that. His numbers are through the roof with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because he's booked. But then again, he still loses matches. I can name multiple matches he, he's lost at the uh, at, at events. So what I'm shout out to Gabe. What up, man? So mm-hmm. what up, Gabe? So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, at what point in time do you say, okay? It's more on the fans because to me it's a it's a fan problem. They like these wrestlers, but they don't watch these. Like I, I have friends who are like, oh, I love AJ Styles. I'm like, you watch SmackDown? No, I'm not gonna watch SmackDown tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't like SmackDown. Well, AJ Styles is fine. So why don't you just watch SmackDown? Nah, I'll just catch it. But mm-hmm. people who hate Roman Reigns, I'm gonna watch him. I hope he loses tonight. 
mm-hmm. but you're giving him the fan. You're, they don't care if you lose. You know what I mean? I was at an event once where mm-hmm. I told you they ten people bought his shirt to burn it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, but, that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm saying is like either the fans like what else can WWE do? Because when they do give other people shots to do it, the numbers are just bad. Like what other way? And if they book them a different way than they already are, they'll say that you've turned them or they changed them or they're not the same way. So some people are just who they are. Like for a minute, Kevin Owens, I think he's amazing on the mic. I don't yeah. think he'll ever be a face of a show because I don't think he can bring people in. So I, I, you know what I mean? I don't think he brings people in. I think he's great to watch, but I don't know many people that say I'm watching tonight for Kevin Owens. So what, even I know people who love Kevin Owens. So mm-hmm. how do you, how, how would you change that? I mean, I'm being honest. Anyone else who's watching this, how would you change that? Because mm-hmm. Kevin Owens can't be changed. You know what I mean? He has to be who he is. But that doesn't bring people in. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? do? Do you change his character? Do you... So is it, So is it, it's about, like, attracting the, the casual fans. Yeah, it's about and keeping the uh, wrestling fan there mm-hmm. to who likes people and wants to watch them. I think Randy Orton, Sharon Retire, I do believe that that match, to get it as big as it was, it made sense to put... It didn't make sense to put John Cena in the match. Because John Cena didn't even cut a promo. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make sense to me. To, but it made sense to, because Randy Anton on SmackDown is a name you know. And he won the Royal Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. And he became champion. Like, Randy Anton's having a damn good year. Forget how old he is. He's having a really good year. Mm-hmm. And yet he still put over Bray Wyatt. And if Bray Wyatt would stop getting hurt, he'd probably be a champion at some point. But he gets hurt every year. And he gets mm-hmm. hurt two or three times a year. So it's hard for them to do anything with someone who literally gets hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. But to me, I think Randy Orton, I don't, I, I, you can't tell me why John Cena was in that match. He, he lost. He, he didn't do anything well except knock out Samoa Joe. And he didn't, he didn't even cut a promo. And, and that's what made me the most mad because you can put that on YouTube and that brings, like, he didn't cut a promo. He didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't, even, he didn't even wear blue. He wore neon green. Yeah, he, like, did. he didn't even, you know. Well, he wore blue shorts, so yeah, it's okay. He always, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, to me, it was just like a, that, that to me is when fans get mad, is when you should get mad because. That there was no need for him to be in that match because he didn't do anything different. He didn't even talk on the microphone, which he's is which he's good at, is which what he brings to the table is how well he is at selling a match. And I thought he would say something about, I don't know, Triple H or anybody, SmackDown. I mean, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, so Gabe says people don't realize that their hate may, just makes Vince push him even more because no because no matter what, he's gonna get the same type of heat. Yes. Oh, Eddie, in that, Eddie, I agree with you. It was a it was a filler, and I, and I I honestly had wished that they had let Cena be a special guest referee than for a match than him actually have been in a match. Yeah. This, and that's and I like John Cena like I, I which I used to hate John Cena, but my daughter loves him. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he has grown on me, and now I like John Cena. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I was almost hit you up about it. and was like, why is he in this match? Like I did not understand why he was I in this was match. Like, I couldn't even. Tell yeah, you like and I mean, it's just one of those. He's things. the free agent. So like, yeah, he picked SmackDown. No, I, he's I thought the free he was agent. Use so, that. No, he's still a free agent. They just yeah. like, oh, I'm saying, I thought SmackDown say, got him. I was gonna say SmackDown's just a better show because John Cena's known for being. That. I thought he would like right. that's just he like, started any promo yeah. would have worked there, but no promo does not work there. But go ahead, go. We, we can continue. Yeah. Yeah, but also I, th- I think John Cena is sticking around for his inevitable seventeenth championship well, reign. Well, after this movie, he does he has no movie, so he can go back to he wants he said he's gonna go back to full time for another year. He'll be mm-hmm. full time. I think that after this movie, when he's done, mm-hmm. he'll be back for full time. I'm assuming they're gonna feed gender to him, which to me is not a good idea. And and, and that's what people say as long as it's not gender, but you don't build gender is a built star right now. He's 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 a champion. People hate him. He gets reactions. No, he's a great he, he's a great yeah, heel. Yeah, he just sucks yeah, as like a wrestler. Yeah, and, like his and, move and, is awful. And that to mm-hmm. me is when 
you reflip, I don't know, Sami Zayn to a good guy, and he beats him. You, you, this is the time to actually let somebody beat him who can be built off that. And I don't think they're ever going to do that. They're going to feed him to John. The same thing with Rusev, which at the time was the most hated heel. They fed him to John Cena. Yeah. And I don't understand. Listen, John Cena almost ruined Kevin Owens' career. He beat him first and he beat him the next three matches. That, 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 that can ruin your career. Yeah, it, it, it made no sense. He clean beat John Cena and then got demolished his next three matches against him. Mm-hmm. And I, the, that is when I say people can be can be destroyed. And yeah. I feel bad because I don't think gender should have to lose to John Cena. I, Trisha said, Trisha Fabrizio says, oh my God, don't let your little girl watch this. She oh, would never forgive me oh for saying She would be so mad if she heard me disrespect <laughs> yeah. John Cena. Yeah. It's, the, it's the John Cena curse. Yeah, I, I just feel like, oh man, I remember when he was about to fight Roman, they're like, they're like he's going to go over on Roman. I was like, he, Roman yeah. can't take that. Like, I was like, he might be the only one who can, but I, I don't, I don't want to see him try. So <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? Bray Wyatt yeah. didn't go over on him, and Brian didn't go over, and it hurts them. Like People think, oh, it's fine. It takes him a while to, to, to get away from that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like John Cena should, like the Baron Corbin was okay because Baron Corbin was already getting killed. So it didn't mm-hmm. matter that he lost. Yeah. I thought John Cena should have won the match because it just it just was better for John, John Cena fail. Miz handled the loss well at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. That didn't hurt him at all. I think there's some losses, you know, but I'm hoping that when he does come back, if he does get the title... Hoping then he put somebody over. I know he's gonna get the title. Clearly, he's gonna beat. I mean, Ric Flair wants him to. So yeah. once you got that backing, you're not. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Well, we pretty much done with the pay per views. Yeah, pretty much, what up, man. Rob? Yeah, we're, we're done. With so Rob Whitmore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, Survivor Series NXT Takeover. What did wrap you rate up. it? Uh, I think I, I thought it, I thought the it was a very good show. Event? Oh, the the main event. Yeah, because you said it was. I give it a three and a half. I, I, I give it a three and a half. I'm four, mm. maybe. I mean, I like the. I, I did like mm. that it was almost a double flip with Triple H when he. I was like, yo, he's about to go to Shane's team, but I was like, how are they gonna beat Braun Strowman? That, mm. that was like, I was like, okay, he goes Shane's dying. I was yeah. like, and you can't beat him right now. So, mm-hmm. and then he went back and beat him, but he wanted the pin. But that was pretty cool. I don't know if he's ever. Is he gonna fight Braun Strowman? Is, is that where it he's looks leading? like it? I mean, he, he it looked cool when they were both just standing there and Triple H didn't back up for like a good 30 seconds on Raw. Like he stood there. Yeah. And then he slowly was like, I'm not scared of you. Like I, I've beaten bigger men than you. But then he was like, but I can't beat you right now. I'll catch you later. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, so, oh, yes. Vic got the notes ready. <laughs> I, I, gotta I, get, I can't read comments. I got, I got, oh, I got, I got the com- I got the comments right, right, right here. I got, I got. I'm getting them all right here. Vic yeah. got the notes ready. They've been nicely well typed, <laughs> highlighted, Mine's underlined. Yeah, so we're about to get into our Shonda. Uh, what's up, girl? Shonda Shaxa? Nah, this is my this is my uh, homegirl from Delaware. She's a fellow Cowboys fan. She lost the we she we lost the bells. <laughs> Excuse me, Colts Nation. We in the building. <laughs> we didn't lose last week, so can't talk to me until we lose. Oh, man. How many? What's your record? Sh- yeah. Okay. All right. I all think right. we're talking wrestling right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know why. I'll just say. I'll just say. I don't know why you're getting off track, bro. I'm just. I'm just I'm talking not, about well, wrestling. I'm just shouting. I'm just shouting on my homegirl. I'm just shouting on my homegirl, but I'm just saying. So yeah, man, we're about to get into our debate. Should I put? Wait, wait, wait. I gotta YouTube this. Yes, our our Roman Reigns debate is Roman Reigns the guy. That's the question for tonight's debate. Uh, obviously, I'm on the side that says that I disagree. You're on the side, obviously, representing the Roman Empire. Um, well, I think we'll begin with our opening statements. 
I, I suppose. Okay. Um, Damn it. Never mind. Forget it. I was yeah. going to play the ESPN uh, first take oh, theme song. Oh, that would have been dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have actually been pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't got my YouTube well, go ahead, right. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Give me um, a little statement. Um, I will say that um, uh, before we start this off, I, I to, to set the record straight, I am not a Roman Reigns hater. I think he's very talented. I actually do like Roman Reigns. However, I don't think that he is like the guy like to take WWE to to be the John Cena's successor. And for there's three prime reasons why I think Roman Reigns is not the guy. One is WWE's corporate spin on on the perception of Roman Reigns. And what I mean by that is uh their repeated attempts to edit to edit uh and conceal fan hostility towards Roman Reigns, like, like where where they where they manipulate the audio audio of the crowd. They they turn on the crowd mics whenever they boo him, so it doesn't sound like he's getting a negative reaction as badly. Um, e- editing video footage to make fan reactions seem like they're cheering or, or Roman Reigns or like being disappointed whenever he loses, and um, and also the commentary team spin about whenever the fans boo Roman Reigns, they're saying that oh well oh they're just having fun or it's bizarre world. Uh, whereas the, whereas the, uh, the commentators don't acknowledge that, yeah, maybe these most maybe most of the fans just don't like him. So that's one reason. Uh, my second reason is uh, Roman Reigns' c- constant insistence on being the guy, aka by Vince McMahon, has had a negative effect on on the booking of other wrestlers. Um, for example, uh, Braun Strowman to a certain degree, Seth Rollins, and we'll go on from there. And then my third reason. My third and final reason why I think Roman Reigns is not the guy is because of his forced push as the guy. There's not a natural evolution from the fans that 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 that's bestowed upon him compared to other stars. Like for example, with, with Daniel Bryan, fans fans were naturally inclined to cheer him on as the as the as the every, underdog everyman. Fans were naturally inclined to cheer CM Punk, but with but with Roman Reigns, it's forced and it's so obvious. So those are my three reasons right there, and I'll, and I'll get into them in depth as the debate goes on. Okay. okay. My, opening statement, my opening statement, first of all, yeah. to be the guy is always a push that corporate gives you. It's always a push. I don't know why people think that you become the guy unless there's a push there. So when someone says the way they're being pushed, there's not one person who became the guy who didn't get a push. And as he said, he used Daniel Bryan. Well, Daniel Bryan actually did get a push. They made sure he beat Triple H, and then he won at WrestleMania. That was the push. Second of all, what I want to say is Roman Reigns was not booed until he beat Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble. So he was not booed. He was he won Superstar of the Year in 2014. He was not booed. It, 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 he was never booed, but the, the Daniel Bryan fans, who I'm not fans of because they ruined matches, started booing him. Because they weren't happy, and then they booed everybody. People forget they booed Big Show, they booed Randy Orton, they booed Triple H, they booed. They booed. They booed Kofi Kingston, and some female. I can't remember. What, what, I can't read that because I was late at night when I wrote that. Now, they all started changing. So Roman Reigns, to me, the reason why he is the guy is what he brings, which is viewership. Because every guy has to bring people in to watch. So. Part of it is, is that he brings something that no other wrestler is bringing, which is people to come and watch. Now, him being a middle or a gray guy, before he becomes the guy, or, or, before, or before he becomes the face, mm-hmm. The Rock was a gray guy before he became the right. face. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a gray guy before he became the face. Mm-hmm. Right. That happens. Now, Roman Reigns, to me, 
why why he brings him to the next level is that he gets people to watch his match even when they don't like him. And that is something that other wrestlers are not doing and cannot do. Now, Roman Reigns had a bad, awful, awful promo one time. This promo of Sucker and Suckertash will live in infamy. <laughs> okay? But I can't remember his last bad promo. He doesn't, he's not, he's not, he's more himself now. So to me, to, to cut the circle, I'm getting into that, to cut the show is that he's the guy because he does everything else that the guys previously have done. He, he, he puts on great matches, he gets people to watch it, and he's being pushed. But when they say, for example, to rebuttal something, he said the commentary, they're supposed to say that. They said Bizarro World. I remember that. That was like three, like I was like eight months ago. They don't say that now. They don't say that even when he was getting booed. He's not even getting booed now, probably because of the shield, but he's not getting booed now. So go. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, it's, it's, it's an interesting point you bring up of viewership and how mm -hmm. Roman Reigns brings in numbers. I think this is very interesting because uh, back in the uh, September 12th, uh, 2017 edition of Raw, mm -hmm. uh, Reigns, Jesus, during, that <laughs> yeah, uh, during his promo, his, uh, his feud with John Cena, uh, Reigns said uh, that, you know, he's had, he's had more great matches in two years than Cena has his entire career. Mm -hmm. A claim that has no basis in reality. Nope. Um, he said that oh, ticket sales are great, revenue is sky high, and John and WWE doesn't need John Cena. Now here, now I find it interesting that he says that ticket sales and and revenue is sky high because mm -hmm. he said this in a week where WWE barely got seven thousand people in attendance for that episode of Raw in Anaheim, California. Yep. Now in the arena that they did it in, it was the Honda Arena, which which houses eighteen thousand people. Mm -hmm. Now I've seen footage, I've seen uh, photos of people of of fan photos of taking the pictures of the uh, of the live live Raw event. You had like the upper decks completely tarped off. Oh, topped off and then you had like the hard hard camera side where you had like rows upon rows upon rows of empty seats all across the board so when he talks about having great revenue and like and, and big numbers that's not that's not exactly true and also smackdown had barely four thousand people in a las vegas show which promoted the return of vince mcmahon so for roman so it speaks to a larger problem so it's not just roman reigns it's this it's a bigger problem with wwe with, with which again goes back to their corporate spin where roman reigns said that yeah we got these we got big viewership we got big numbers but yet it's not it's not reflected in reality it's not reflected in the live numbers it's not reflected in like house show events e either so where's he getting his information from again towing the company line Okay, you do know that Roman Reigns did not write that, right? Oh, of course. They told him to say that. Do you know why they had him say it and not John Cena? Because they're trying to make him the new face because, of the WWE. Because him saying that, right? Because everyone's talking about because they know the most watched, as I gave you the numbers, is when he's saying it. That, mm. that, that's why. He, you're acting like he personally believes that. He was told to say that. Just mm -hmm. like John Cena made insults about Roman Reigns that he doesn't believe because he was told to say that. Yeah, it's a work shoot. Yeah, so for you to say it and act, you know, unknown, unbeknownst to anyone else that like you act like he said it, the company line, they're all on the company line. So for you to say act like Roman Reigns isn't like AJ Styles, the house that AJ Styles was smacked at, right? But they can't get anyone in there, right? You just said it. So, but but what does he say? What does AJ Styles say? He says... The house that AJ Styles built. Yeah, he talks about all the great fans that are here and, and everyone that's there. And he used the word sold out two weeks ago, but you just gave me numbers to say that it's not sold out. So why did AJ Styles say and why don't why does anyone care that he said that? The well, the AJ Styles is a different example. That's his cat that's his common catchphrase. It's just to get the fans he brought up viewership. He said it was sold out house, but it wasn't sold out. It was not sold out. Yeah, Roman Reigns brought that up. So did AJ Styles two weeks ago. 
He 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 said that it was sold out. His fans were chanting when he's talking to Brian Corbin like, three weeks ago. He said mm-hmm. it was sold out. They all had it, it wasn't sold out. You, and, and he said how great SmackDown is doing, right? And Daniel Bryan, for example, says how great SmackDown is doing, mm-hmm. how they're competing, but they're not competing. Yeah, they, they, they're getting killed by Raw. Right. But he 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 brings it up. So they're all told to say that. Roman Reigns saying it isn't isn't a work against him or for him. They all have to say it. They're all being told to say that. So how is that a work against Roman Reigns, I'm asking you? Because because if because if WWE was pulling off these great numbers and sold out mm-hmm. arenas, then wouldn't that mean that Roman Reigns is is a big reason why they're getting these big numbers, which they're not getting? So obviously Roman Reigns must not be doing something right. No, no, no. no. To be to be getting to be getting if these low get, numbers. If they can only hit three million fans, right? And they only hit it when Roman Reigns is on. He's still hitting the number. It's the other guys who aren't. Mm-hmm. You get what million. I'm saying? Talking about like viewership, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying is like like if you go by sales of merchandise, right? You look at Roman Reigns. He was now again overall he was second since the last three years. He's second to John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. So he's 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 doing his job. He's, yeah. he's doing his job. Now the other wrestlers are not, which goes to my bigger point. Mm-hmm. Again, like I told you, when Roman Reigns comes on the TV. It gains about another million people. So he is doing his job. So let's say you had 8,000 people in the stands. If 6,000 off of Roman Reigns, right, to boo or hate him, right, mm-hmm. did he not do his job? He did it a third of the people that you want there. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Is WWE itself is dying out from, from an essence of, 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 of getting people in the building because their tickets are too high. Even the low, the, the, after the first set of seats, they're just too high. They're like, they're up like 20% from like, th- from like three years ago, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, so to me is, I don't think that's a work against Roman Reigns. He's he's he said something that other wrestlers are told to say. How great everything's going. How everything's going. When when Raw was when after like two thousand four, what was it two thousand six? When all the because I knew you were gonna bring this up because you brought it up last time. Mm-hmm. Was it at two sixty? So from from two thousand six, the numbers went from eight million to six million. To, they, everyone was saying that everything's going great. Mm-hmm. We're doing great because they're told to say that. Because what is the other thing you would say? That they're doing bad, you have to act like everything's fine. That's how mm-hmm. they act. Everyone acts like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not, that's more of an actual Vince McMahon type of conversation. Then I like, why are we told to say that? But they're not in reality. It's, 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 they're not in reality. This is WWE. Everything's great. Everyone's mm-hmm. doing fine. Fans are here to see me. Fans are here to boo me. So how does that again work against Roman Reigns? That, that, that's what I'm saying. He's hitting his numbers. I gave you his number. He's hitting his numbers. So right. the other wrestlers aren't. So isn't that more of a work against them? Doesn't it actually prove? That he is the face because he hits his numbers. Uh, but here's the thing. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying, but the corporate spin is still still applies to Roman Reigns and and you know our perception of him. Yes. Because mind you, like I mentioned before in my opening statement, WWE has gone out of their way to an unusual degree to to make to make it seem like he's getting cheered when he's not. You you have like audio and video manipulation of footage to make the to make it seem like the crowd's cheering for him or 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 like the crowd mics they did being have the toned down. Getting booed. Really? Yes. Google it. What's the source? Get it right now. I pull up the source, but like, but here's the thing: it's like in 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 2015 and, and and even last year, 2016, WWE went to this unusual degree to make Roman to like hide fans' disapproval of Reigns, not just tur- turning down the crowd mics, but also confiscating anti-Roman Reigns signs, also um, editing out anti-Roman Reigns uh, signs on on their on their uh, live shit live. Uh, events for photos on their website, uh, muting hostile crowds. The the biggest example of the muting crowds is WrestleMania 32, when he was booed vociferously by that by the by the majority of that yes. crowd in that arena. But then it was so muted that you didn't really hear it as well. It wasn't until you got like live accounts from the fans that fans there that said, "Oh yeah, he got booed out the building." I have a question. Do they only do that for Roman Reigns? 
Have they been doing it before Roman Reigns got there? Sure, they've done it for John Cena. But they, but, but, just John Cena. I'm about, I'm, I'm about to I'm, I'm, I'm about to play you a list of people. But ro- but for Roman Reigns, but we're not talking about the other people. But that's 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 that's, that's it's what a, what they do. So that's, you're, you're that's, making that's, it that's again what a, sound that's like what it's what just a, a Roman Reigns thing. Your issue should be with the company, not Roman Reigns. I'm going. What I'm saying is your debate is based on Roman Reigns. I'm showing you why your debate, your 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 angst isn't for Roman Reigns. It's for the company because mm-hmm. what they're doing, they've done for a multitude of people, and they do it all the time. They've done it for great people, low people. Fake cheers, fake pops, fake everything. They've been doing it. This video is from 2012. Another one's from 2010. Roman Reigns isn't even there. They've been doing it this whole time. Your complaint of it is only for now for Roman Reigns. To me, mm. that sounds like hate. To, to me, it does. To, to me, it does. And anyone else watching, if you complain about one person, but you haven't complained about anyone else they do it for, that would sound like hate. That would sound like you have found a way to disapprove what they're doing for Roman Reigns because you want to. Because you haven't done that for anyone. You, something inside of you telling you to do it because you because they've been doing it. You, 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 I can see if your argument was, well, hey, they did this for Roman Reigns, but they did this for Sheamus too, or they did this for them, and I don't understand why they did Your whole complaint is about Roman Reigns. Yeah, but right now, but what you're getting into is like, what aboutism? It's like, okay, what about John Cena and what about yeah, yeah. Kind of other people? We're not talking about, and that's a worthy, that's a worthy discussion for other for those other people. But we're talking about strictly it about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Anything different is what I'm saying is that you're acting like they're finding a way. They do that for everybody, so it doesn't. You understand what I'm saying? Like your argument is it's based on Roman Reigns. I'm showing your argument's holes in it is that it's not just Roman Reigns. It's it's everybody. If they don't like the cheer or the pop you're getting. They manipulate. Well, they don't do it anymore, but they were doing it. I guess they haven't done it in like a year or whatever, but they mm-hmm. were doing it for Roman. They absolutely were. They also were doing it for The Rock when The Rock was getting cheered when he was supposed to get booed with the Nation of Domination. It's the same thing. They don't want people carrying that because, like fans, when you're out sometimes, I hate the, I hate the yes movement. Mm-hmm. When I'm out and I do it, I do the yes thing because everyone else is doing it and my daughter loves it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, I like Daniel Bryan. I don't like the fans. But that's, mm-hmm. They try to stop people from doing that. So right now, when you hear them cheering for Roman Reigns, do I think they're cheering for him because they now love Roman Reigns? Or do they cheer for him because people started cheering for The Shield and now they've forgotten that he's not really with The Shield. He's just being Roman Reigns again. In the Intercontinental mm-hmm. match, he's getting cheered. Because they can't separate it because fans just don't... They just do what they're told to do. So they mm-hmm. cheer because other people are cheering. So there was people in there who loved The Shield. So they took over. And now, every time he comes out, he gets the biggest pop. It's so crazy. I post about it all the time. I'm like, wow, they love Roman Reigns again. They don't. I know they don't love him. I love him. I know they don't love him. Obviously. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I also know why it's happening. And I know why they do things they're doing. My argument, again, on why he's the face is that, again, his bad matches, right, are so few and far between. As much as we talk about wrestling, mm-hmm. Rusev, his Rusev match, his, his matches with AJ Styles were amazing. I loved his matches with AJ Styles. Good one, his, yeah. You know what I mean? Again... They let him retire the Undertaker, right? But then he takes yeah. losses to Braun Strowman. He takes, you know what I mean? Like, what other guy can actually eat these losses? Because you wanted to bring up Braun Strowman. He eats these losses. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he has a losing record against Braun Strowman. He has a losing record against Braun Strowman. It's three and four. So, again, <laughs> what, what other guy who isn't the face can do that? Okay, but okay. Oh, okay, you you bring you bring up you're you're bringing up Braun Strowman, and yeah. and this speaks to my other point about how Reigns' constant push as the guy, the main eventer, like the next mm-hmm. John Cena, has adversely affected other the booking of other wrestlers. Braun Strowman is a good example in that. In that, yes, Reigns defeated Strowman Strowman uh, this this past March at Fastlane, I believe. Yeah, was that the one where he clean window? He was He's the only person to ever beat yeah. Braun Strowman clean. Yeah, Brock yeah, Reigns Reigns. Uh, and then he lost to him. Yeah. And, and, and then he lost on Raw. Yeah. Then he lost on Raw again. 
Yeah. So so Reigns defeated Strowman. So mm-hmm. he became the first person. What up, to Brian? Su- he became the first person to successfully pin him in WWE. Yep. Now, now the match itself was it was it was a good contest. I yep. enjoyed it, but. It was actually it was actually a negative because it because because him him beating Reigns beating Strowman added nothing to Roman Reigns' reputation or his mystique. He fight the Undertaker. Um, he the, needed he needed and, they sold and, and and it was at Braun Strowman's expense because Braun Strowman was built as this unstoppable beast, and then once Roman Reigns beat him, then that just undid all the momentum Strowman had up until that point. It didn't though. And and and, and basically, moment, he's still considered an unstoppable beast. An unstoppable beast. Does still have to lose? You, you, that's the problem. Is that they st- he still does have to lose? So you understand the dominance he does. So when he gets a bigger loss, it means something. Him losing didn't affect him. It helped Roman Reigns. It actually did help Roman because they brought it up the whole time when he's about to fight the Undertaker. That he just was like, yo, should he even be in the ring with the Undertaker? Undertaker's no. coming back. Facts. No, that's no I did. But but hey, listen, 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 listen. And that's but I'm, I'm just biased. Bias. I'm an yeah, yeah, under, Undertaker listen. fanatic. But, but after he beat Braun Strowman, everything online. Oh my God. He just he just he just clean. And the, and the reason why they made it clean was because people thought he was gonna win. They never thought it would be clean. So once he made it clean, it was everywhere. It was trending. Roman Reigns is it? Yo, what's gonna happen with the Undertaker? Is he really gonna? Is the Undertaker really gonna lose on his last match? It led to him fighting the Undertaker, and that's what they did. They sold you on him fighting the Undertaker because it went from thinking people thought Undertaker was gonna win and retire to wow, he might lose to this. That's guy. what you should have done. Well, listen and listen. There's a fair thing, but no one really goes out with a win. No, I know that. You know what I, mean? I, I know what, that. What it's happened a... was it it, it, it drew Stand. what it needed to for <laughs> WrestleMania. So that's what I mean. Is it, it did do something. Ron Strowman right now is is one of the hottest guys right now. Roman right. Reigns isn't even near the title picture, so he's not being shoved on us. He's not near the title picture. Yeah, he, he, he's right where he needs to be. Yeah. We're, we're... <laughs> so wait, listen, listen. He's where he needs to be. As what? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Because right now. Okay, right now, what's what's it's... Brock hurts Braun Strowman? My fault. That's what I want. Brock Lesnar is hurting Braun Strowman, not Roman Reigns, because Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar is champion who isn't there, and yeah. he just beat Brock. He just beat Braun Strowman clean. Now, yeah. the WWE doesn't bring it up, but they will when mm-hmm. he fights Roman Reigns. They will bring it up. They will bring up every similarity that him and Roman Reigns have, mm-hmm. but they, but they're not bringing it up. And Braun Strowman had a good match against him, and he lost to an F five, one F five. But Braun Strowman isn't being affected. Everyone on WWE that, that's being affected is by mm. Brock Lesnar. It's not by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns isn't even near the title picture. When was the last time? I have another question. Not yet. When's the last time Roman Reigns had a title before the Intercontinental title? Before the Intercontinental? Yep. It was WrestleMania. Th- no, 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 not WrestleMania 32. It was uh, the United States Championship this time last year. Yes, a year. What other top guy goes a year, a year fighting mm-hmm. every day and mm-hmm. doesn't have a title? He just puts people over. He's a top guy, but, but but here's the thing. I mean, with Roman Reigns as the United States champion, and and this was back in the work shoot promo that John Cena brought up. Even, yeah. even though it was kayfabe, it, it was it was a legit point. He said that, you know, when John Cena was the United States champion, he viewed it as a symbol of excellence. He was booked to like with the U.S. Open Challenge, which was which had, which had which had which had excellent scores of matches. But Roman Reigns took that same title, and he it was book, he book, he made it he was booked to make it look like a demotion. It was because like to be. because when Roman Reigns came out, he thought so little of that title of nope. the United States Championship that he came out with the strap, holding it at the at the very end of the strap, and with the title facing on facing his back. There was even one point where Mick Foley was talking to him, like in the middle of the ring when he was commissioner, and then when Roman Reigns was talking, like. Mick Foley casually adjusted the belt down. on his he, shoulder. He said it on the thing, but listen. because because Roman Reigns thought so little, he's like, that's oh, I'm, right. I'm, that, that, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm above, I'm above this mid, I'm Roman Reigns, I'm above this mid card shit. I'm above this mid card shit. I have a question. Okay. So, so Kevin Owens didn't respect the title either, then, right? 
Because no one else is going to do what John Cena did. That that whole him having those great matches was mm. supposed to be for John Cena. That was John Cena's piece of the title. They mm. never did that again. This open challenge when AJ Styles pretended to do it. He must have not cared about it either because he never really did it. And then when he just gave the title away after. he just How, how long was AJ Styles US champion for? How was it? Was it a couple of months? Um, yeah, about two or three months. It was about yeah. a month and a half. It was about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So th- they didn't care. They only let the U.S. title care for John Cena. That, again, is not Roman Reigns. Your issues with corporate. Your issue mm-hmm. cannot be wrong. He didn't decide that. They, they, they didn't let him do the open challenge. John Cena didn't decide to open challenge. That wasn't even his idea. That was Chris Jericho's idea. And mm-hmm. they just put it for um, John Cena to do it. They took Chris Jericho's idea and let John Cena do it. But the difference <laughs> is, but the difference is with the op- with John Cena's open challenge as a U.S. champion, we had some genuinely good matches, especially like great, with Cesaro, with Roman Reigns. We had shit. What does that relate to then? You think now John Cena putting on great matches? That's what they wanted. That was mm-hmm. for John Cena. That wasn't for any. You can't give me great matches. Kevin Owens had with the U.S. title. You can't give me great matches. AJ Styles with um, the U.S. title. Great matches. Our match, great matches. Kevin Owens was an awful U.S. champ. Awful. He was an awful U.S. champ. I'm thinking of the Intercontinental champ because I was going to yes. bring up. I was going to bring up the Dean but Ambrose match at Royal Rumble. What I'm saying was only supposed. To, it's only relevant now to John Cena. They put another notch on John Cena. Mm-hmm. Everyone else who had it now, you think badly of, but now you think highly of John Cena. That's a work for John Cena. Again, mm-hmm. it's not. It, it was never. If they let AJ Styles have it, you can't think of any good matches he had with it. Kevin Owens did. Uh, Reigns didn't have any good matches. It's all that was for John Cena. That, that, you seem to just think that Roman Reigns got it and was like, yo, I'm going to make this up. He didn't do that. They wanted everything else behind it to be bad because now you associate greatness with that title with John Cena. And when he gets the 17th title, they're going to bring up the open challenge again. They're, gonna, they're going to make you think, like they say already, that he's the greatest champion we've ever seen. And how do you do that? You've got to give him stuff. Still, someone that you should be complaining about is John Cena because he gets everything, right? He still, he still gets everything. And now he's going to get the 17th title probably at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And he'll get that, and Roman Reigns will probably, probably beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. He'll probably fight Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But probably what, he will. But Who's what, this? What Roman Reigns will probably fight Brock Lesnar. But what, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what Roman yeah, Reigns has yeah. to go through to get there, and what John Cena currently gets to do, is two different things. So when someone says he's 2.0, they're two different things. Roman Reigns has to take losses. Roman Reigns has to take losses. John Cena does not have to take L's. He, only, he lost to Roman Reigns because they're putting Roman Reigns over. But what else? Do, when is John Cena consistently going to lose the people... Like Braun Strowman, who doesn't have a title. And consistently he loses to Braun. He has a losing record against Braun Strowman. Samoa Joe, he has a losing record against. No one else can do that but Roman Reigns. How is he not the face? You, 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 you haven't disputed. Think about that. He has losing records to two people who have never been champion. And they're both hot. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns does that. So, how, how again, it doesn't, you, you haven't explained how he's not the face. Because he can do stuff that only... Top guys can do. Roman Strowman is as big as he is right now because of the stuff he went through with Roman Reigns. Samoa Joe started hot because they used it for what three weeks that Roman Reigns couldn't beat him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, it's all Roman Reigns. It's all based on Roman Reigns. He's building other people and he's not even champion. What other person is doing that? Carl, do you have any feedback on this? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Gosh, yo, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I, I was a mediator. Listen, <laughs> I stood as a mediator. Listen, I, I'm biased. He retired the Undertaker. That's my thing. No, I'm an Undertaker I'm fanatic. I, he retired him. I don't even... I still, <laughs> to the, still to this day, I think Undertaker should have retired at WrestleMania 28 when, they, when him and Triple H had the end of an era. 
Oh, that that was my that was my. I like that, that match more than the one with uh, HBK. With H, really? I told you that I did. I like that. I like that match more. I I, I don't think it was more himself than that match. Like I don't know. I I felt like he was. I don't know. Wait, twenty five or twenty six HBK. Twenty six. 25 was the best 25 one. 25 was the best one. 25 was the best WrestleMania match ever. 20, no. Yes. 25, I can't say that. <laughs> I don't know if it was. It might be. Uh, no, because you know why? I felt like that match. Damn, how do I put this? I that felt, match told story. That match I felt like, told the story. I felt like the lead up to that match with him being evil and Sam Michaels being good and being. I felt like the lead up was just corny. And then I felt like the match was good, but I felt like the lead up hurt it. I felt like the twenty six lead up was great, and the match wasn't as good as twenty five. Does that make sense? No, I know. I, know I, I mean, I felt I like they made Undertaker not even be a heel, though. He wasn't even the heel. They didn't the need. They didn't need to be. Heels. But he was the devil. That's what. Regardless, regardless, he was anti. Undertaker was anti. He's an anti hero, and that's why he should have been. That's why. But the reason why they didn't redo they it didn't again. Need to be, they didn't, it didn't need do to be well. Heels. It didn't. It didn't do well. That, that's why the second time around was more about Shawn Michaels trying to get his. Trying to get his moment, right. trying again, and Undertaker's like, "I'm not fighting you again. Like, there's no need for me to fight you again." Um, I felt like the Triple H lead up was amazing. I felt like that was Triple H just want, like he had, like, "I'm gonna beat you. Like, you're not better than me." This is with a real error because again, Triple H is in in most circles a top ten wrestler. He just no, he, I can't. You know oh, I mean? don't. Didn't, I yeah, do yeah, not argue that I mean? at all. And what and everything he's done. So that was like, a great lead up. I love that match. Maybe I'm just. I just. I, again, I like Triple H. More than HBK, so I'm biased to that. I'm trying not to be, but I'm probably biased. I do like Triple H more than HBK because HBK screwed Bret Hart, and Bret Hart was my favorite. Yeah, so. Like, <laughs> so like that. Always yeah, it's a bias. That's why I like I hate Roman. That's why I hate Roman. Roman retired. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't I shouldn't have been done it. You want to know who the person should have been to retire Undertaker at, at 30 when the streak ended to oh. end the streak and retire Undertaker? Don't say CM Punk. No, I love CM Punk, but he shouldn't have been on. I love, oh, I love CM Punk yeah. too. He was he was gonna be my Undertaker replacement. But who who should have been Sting? The, the two head the two pillars get Sting to do it at that time, which was unfortunate. But uh, he should have been to do it. The two pillars, the dream you match think that Sting's everybody first match should have been to retire the Undertaker. No, no like, that's what the, the two pillars. The two pillars. Wait, was Undertaker gonna win or lose? If you have him losing, that's a, that's a really bad sell. I think Sting's, he could, he should have been the one. I I would been, I, I would have been all for Sting. Undertaker winning because I'm a, like I, would, I said, I'm I Undertaker fan. Undertaker should have been, she, he should have retired with an undefeated streak. No, I no. know. And, and, and I know old school rules. You 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 go out every looking streak at the has to go out every yeah. streak because you need new streaks. And Correct. Eventually, eventually, but to retire the streak, they they retired another streak. I like eventually. They'll have somebody. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but Undertaker should have had his. He should have. He could be the first one, they and just, that's it. He didn't even want that though. No, you he know didn't. what I mean. I know. Undertaker like, wanted the streak to end like years ago. He wanted Mark Henry to end the streak. At the time, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he thought Mark Henry was going to be like this. Yeah, this big guy, and they just Mark Henry stayed uh, mid card. No, he just said, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- that's now, but the but the two pillars. I mean, he cho- but you got to remember again another thing. He didn't, he he chose Roman. It's not it's not like Roman chose himself. Yeah, Ro- yeah, I know Roman didn't want to do it. Yeah, Brock didn't even want to do I it. I know Brock didn't. So you get what I'm saying? Like, like Undertaker was like, I think Roman should do it. And him and Vince talked about it, and you know what I mean. They couldn't decide if they're gonna make John Cena, and like, and he's like, I don't think Cena needs it. And nah. again, I always Roman didn't need it. Oh, but it does. It adds to legacy. See, you guys, it adds legacy, to legacy. Don't legacy get me wrong. Legacy building no, it, it, is a right. thing. You're right. So it adds it, a legacy, but he did not need the rub. No, no, no. But 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 if that's the only guy that you know. Is going to be here in ten years. Is Roman Reigns? 
you, you, you know he'll be here in 10, 12, 15 years. You couldn't give it to Bray Wyatt when Bray Wyatt can't even, can't even keep fighting. He, I, I, I'm honestly, that's, I don't know if Bray Wyatt's going to be here. He, he gets hurt. He gets hurt every other month. Every other month he gets hurt. I cannot tell you that I'm for sure that Bray Wyatt will be in WWE in five or ten years. I just can't because he's always hurt. You just right. you need to know someone who's a consistent workhorse, consistently does it, and can be and, and can That's be right. doing it. Also, in our debate, Victor, I beat you. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen um, just so you know, I love you. I'm gonna be honest. Listen, what? I've been paying attention to the chat. Mm-hmm. Dude, they caught like they threw in the towel for <laughs> yeah. you. Um, probably about fifteen. Minutes <laughs> and I never ago. once had to call Roman Reigns the best thing. Next time you do debate Roman Reigns, never focus. You gotta focus on what they're not doing with him. Never on what they are doing with him. Just so you know, so it's, it's what they're not doing. Hey, you know why Intercontinental was a good thing for him being because he can't be the world title. Why, why, why wouldn't you use that in your argument? The only reason why he's the Intercontinental champion is because he can't be the world champion. Because Brock Lesnar's the world champion. So they had to give him a title because he's about to make a run. Well, because we all know WrestleMania 34's main event is going to be him and Lesnar. So why wouldn't you have said that? Why wouldn't you have brought up the Intercontinental title saying that literally that they're telling us right now that they're setting, that they're setting the path now. He's now going to add when, when, when Brock says he's been champion here, 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 and here. Roman's like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Grand Slam champion. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like everything has to be equal. For him and Brock Lesnar for them to fight. Now, the craziest thing is that there's no way they thought he'd be getting cheered in one-on-one matches. He is now. I don't know if he can be cheered till WrestleMania, but I'm almost sure he will not be in the Royal Rumble. I'm going to say that right now. I'm almost positive because he'll get booed. Yeah. And when he beat Sheamus for the title that year, he got cheered. And they ruined him by making him be in other matches. (laughs) You've got to keep... He's being chaired now. They want him to be chaired, but I don't think they're 100% for They don't care. I, I really genuinely believe they do not care if he's being chaired. I, mm. I, I think they just want it to be They want reaction. Yeah, they want reaction. The fact that he got chaired, Sand Ovation, Seth and Dean ran there was crazy. They probably like that more. Mm. Eventually, Brock's going to be a heel. They're, they're going to try. They're, they're eventually going to try to get Brock to be a heel. Mm. I don't know when, but they have to if they can get Roman to be chaired because it sells better. So it sells better if he... Gets in a match and he goes down there. He attacks the shield for some reason, and, and you know. But it's hard to get him booed because Suplex City is a cheering thing. Yeah. When when he Suplex somebody, they cheer. Remember, I mean, you got to remember when Undertaker was fighting Brock. They tried to get Undertaker to be a heel, and it mm. didn't work. It's sometimes it's hard to get the fans to do what you want. Yeah. They had Undertaker kick him right in the balls, and they people right. still cheered. That was crazy. I was like, what the hell is Undertaker doing? He I cheered. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. I hate it because yeah. it's not Taker. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not and that's Taker. That's why I wanted like... to boo. And that's why I wanted to boo. I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just like I said, I'm just that hardcore of a fan. I'm, yeah, yeah, no, know, I, 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 I understand that. I, I was just hoping, I was just hoping that the fans would have went along with it because they probably would have had a better, a better thing with it. Damn. What up, anything Chris? Else? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, you, you know Chris Jadre? He said, "What's up?" Oh, what up, Chris? Well, I had Matt. Look, I got mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good look. Yeah, look Listen, back. You're gonna wait till you look I back at this. Chat. I can't wait to look at these comments. Yeah. I told you what I was gonna do to you. I told you how it was gonna happen. Sometimes, sometimes people need to they they need to be taught. I hope I can come back on the show. We could debate something else, something that you feel stronger about than Roman Reigns because you never beat me in a Roman Reigns debate. But maybe you'll let me pick a debate that I have an issue with some things you do, and then we'll go from there. We'll find well, some strengths. But I love this, and I'm I'm hoping that the numbers match up and the views and everyone's there because you guys. Well, we got Roy- well, 
Because you well, got to our next our next weekend will be Roy Roy Rumble. Listen, well, like like you, like, down, for, you down to come back for Roy Rumble? You already know. All right, here yeah. we go. Uh, yeah, y- y- we got it to be determined. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> when you lose, you don't want to just agree to nothing. Uh, um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My my main issue is with WWE corporate and their booking. Um, I I think I think it sucks a lot of the time. I th- I think a lot of talent, you know, they get short shafted a who lot. Who do you think's being short shafted the most? I wanted to ask you that before you get. In. Who Who do you think right now? The is, sh- the cruiserweight is, division. Oh, besides the cruiserweight division, yeah, that's too much. Like that's the whole yeah. division. I'm mean, yeah. like, name a wrestler that you feel like right now is just not is not not. I don't think it has to be champion that you feel like is just getting the wrong end of the stick. Um, I'd say Finn Balor. I was gonna I, say that. Yeah. yeah. If, unless he gets Brock Lesnar, I and and I was not a big Finn fan. And when he, I was in NXT mm-hmm. when he came up, I was like, I, I don't want to see this. Shinsuke? I don't want to see you become champion. No, no. I'll tell you why Shinsuke is not. Shinsuke is going to be champion. He's the only one who could afford to lose agenda. That was a help agenda. He, Shinsuke's following. I've never seen him go into a building and have everybody cheer for him. Like no yeah. one boos. Like no one boos Shinsuke Nakamura. The fact of the matter is that he could take the lost agenda and it helped gender a lot. Like it really helped gender. And that's crazy that a champion had to be put over by a guy who's never been champion. But all Shinsuke's losses, only two losses are the gender. I don't count the Survivor Series as a loss. Mm-hmm. But he only has two losses and they're both the gender. He's never been pinned. He never submitted. I think that he will be champion after WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure I would like to see him beat John Cena. I think that would be dope after mm-hmm. the 17th because then... But I think Shinsuke needs a long run and I'm afraid John Cena's going to be back for a year. So I'll probably be champion for almost a year. Yeah, I would say like... like Because I know they're... they're they're low key trying to build like uh, Nakamura and Styles, yeah. so maybe they'll have like the, their match that needs to be for the title. Have Shin- then have Shinsuke go over, have the title for a while, and then I, w- I wouldn't mind John Cena going over Shinsuke. Yeah, for yeah, I wouldn't mind. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know they want to make that a thing, AJ and and Shinsuke. I I, yeah. I know that they have talked about doing a three man match for Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and John Cena. Mm-hmm. Because then you really don't know who's gonna win that match, but there's no way Roman Reigns would lose that. It just, it just wouldn't make sense. He already beat John Cena. He, he has to pin Brock Lesnar. That's yeah. He has to defeat. Now again, Brock Lesnar was supposed to go back to UFC. Mm-hmm. You remember that he was supposed yeah, to leave. He was supposed to fight John Bone Jones. Yeah, he's supposed to leave in April. Now he's not because he fell like was... So it's a little different because he's probably gonna re up with WWE again. Yeah. How does that go? He can never go back. He can't be a mid card. You know what I mean? He has mm-hmm. to be in the Brock. title picture. I'm hoping. Again, as the last hooray, if he loses to Roman Reigns, is he actually loses multiple matches to him. That, that to me, if he's going to stay, would make the most sense for Roman Reigns. He can't, he cannot beat him for the title and lose to him. It's the same reason why he, he cannot fight the Undertaker at Royal Rumble. Everyone's yeah. saying he's going to fight the, he ha, he would have to lose. Well, mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to me. You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, 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 when they come back, he should not fight Roman Reigns. But the only reason he'd come back would be to fight Roman Reigns. And why would he come back to lose again? And that's where I'm scared mm-hmm. that WWE wants money. Even though their revenue is actually thorough with their program, and they're actually doing well. But I'm just hoping that they don't let him come back and fight Roman Reigns just to beat Roman Reigns. Who does that, who does that help? Mm-hmm. That doesn't help anyone. It won't even be a good match because the other match wasn't the best match. So who does that? Like, I think Undertaker is going to come back in January. Yeah. I'm hoping he just comes back and he, and he talks and he just... Don't, don't set up a WrestleMania match for somebody, please. <laughs> yeah, I think Undertaker, no, the, no, no. the way he went out is was, was perfect. perfect. I think that, I think that was one of the most yeah. perfect. I do I? Yeah, the, I swear you got the. I swear you took a picture. What? When um we when we watched Undertaker. Oh, over, I, I didn't <laughs> take a picture. I really didn't. 
I would have showed it to you if I did. Yeah, like, that, like I literally died inside. But but yeah, so um so yes, uh yeah, I, I, I will say, like I said, like I said at the end, to just to re- reiterate what I said at the very beginning to wrap this all up, at the end, I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. I just hate the booking of WWE corporate. So yeah, to, to your point, Adrian, my beef is more to the WWE corporate side than Roman Reigns itself. Now that now I, I kind of realize that. So I I do realize that. So I will I will take the L like a man. So now my man, Victor. I I will take my the L in this debate. Victor. And um tune I, in to the yo, I, I am gonna start um I do need to remember though to promote yeah. you guys more. I really do have yeah. a lot of friends who watch wrestling and a lot of them tuned in. I got. I've literally got a lot of messages. My, yeah. my friend Ezra right now is messaging me, making fun of us arguing about wrestling. But I've had at least about twelve people, and I feel like I watch a show. I always catch it like in the. Yeah. That's why you see comments when you wake up at three a.m. That's yeah. like I have. That's what's something that I'm gonna try to just promote it more. I feel like this is. You guys have a really good show, and you guys do more than wrestling. And I feel mm-hmm. like if people knew that and and like just gave your show a chance, they would be thoroughly entertained. You guys are good. You guys are good together. Oh, so, thank you, man. Appreciate you, it. You appreciate, appreciate it. it. Well, so, let's get on. We go ahead. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Carl, uh, to Carl and all the uh, Cowboys fans, I know how you feel now. So, oh! thank you. Oh! <laughs> Yo, uh, that is fire. Listen, uh, I had to say it. Man. I had to say it. I thought of that so quick. But that is fire. He's known me for years. No, but that was quick. The end like that is, listen, that is fire. I know how you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm taking this out. I'm taking this out. I'm wearing the jersey. Shout outs to Darnell and the Party Nerds. Listen, he accepted and I took it. I'm taking the L. But on that note, let's move on to question of the week. Last right. week's question of the week was what was your first gaming console? Mm. Nintendo, Tecmo, uh, Mario. The, regular, the classic Mario NES. one. Yep. And I beat it when I was four years old. And my dad was, I've never seen somebody more proud of somebody. Wow. <laughs> four I beat Mario, which is like nine worlds. Mm-hmm. And I beat it. And my dad. Like I think he was gonna cry. Like I mean, wow. he came in there one night. It had to be like twelve at night, and I was playing. I was playing. I was like the last level, mm. and, I, and I kept dying. So I got the axe, man. I was like, yo, just don't get hit. Like I was freaking out at four years old, and I beat it. My dad hugged me. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yo. He was like, you're so good at this. <laughs> I was like, they didn't have gamers then, and, it, and the next time I remember being that proud. Well, yeah, like, you're, play, you're a PS4 guy, right? Yeah, I'm a PS4. Yeah, guy. I'm gonna need your game attack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll exchange gamer tags later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, on the Facebook we got from Nick Watrini. NES was my first. Was my first. It was my mom's, and she told me she let me play when I was very good. And I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it was three. I'll have to ask, but I remember Mario Three, Duck Hunt, Kirby, Zelda, and my unfavorite Zelda Two: Link's Adventure. I think it was called. Uh, Eddie also says the NES with Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt with the game that I you know Duck when Hunt. it ca- mm. when it came with two games in one. And the gun. Oh yeah, and the gun. I actually had three. I had a three pack that had um, Mario, Duck Hunt, and World Class Track Meet, and I had the Power Pad. If you remember that. Oh, the Power yeah. Pad. It's, yeah. it, was, it was like it was like a. Twister. It was just a big. It was like a Big Mac, and it had like what, twelve buttons. Yeah. And you can just like race on it or do dance or whatever. So we just raced. I mean, we couldn't really play it because we lived on the second floor at the time. But then we ended up moving it to our first floor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was on. Yeah. Um, okay. My cousin Antoine said Atari. I did have an Atari. My father said I had an Atari, but I'm too young to remember. I don't remember that either. Um, what is? Okay. Latifah says uh, Nintendo. Freddie says Nintendo. 
And then Jason Salinger says it's not, it wasn't listening to the meme, but the Sega Master System. Wow. That's vintage. Wow, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Sega, man, too. Damn. Uh, let me see. Steven Cabrera says, um, he said it was a Nintendo, but why isn't Atari or Commodore 64 represented? I did have a Commodore 64, by the way. Damn. Um, Rambling Ramblings with Rob said it wasn't listed, but I guess he means an Atari. The FMK show was Sega. Um, Rick, cousin Rick, I think I remember him saying he had a ColecoVision. What? A ColecoVision. <laughs> Jesus, that's as, right. that's as old school as it gets. Oh yeah, you can't get more old school than that. Um, Jessica Concussion says in the original Nintendo. Suave Richardson says in the Nintendo, and Shamal the Realist said, which was number eight, a PlayStation Two. Oh, he must be young. Mm. So. This week's question of the week. We're going to keep it wrestling. All right. Old school versus new school. What is your dream tag team match? Dream tag team match. Old school versus new school. So it's like two teams, like one old school versus new school tag? One one old school team versus a new school versus okay. a current tag. Versus oh. a current tag team. Mm. Um, I would say the revival versus... <laughs> The Revival versus Ole and Arn Anderson. Yeah, the original Anderson Brothers. Yeah. Damn, that's old. You're talking like 80s, man. Early yeah. 80s. Yeah, because like the Revivals, they're pretty much like the uh, uh, modern day I homage to them. at least put them with the Brain Busters, which was Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Oh, with them too. Yeah. What you got, Adrian? That's so old school, man. I was going to do Bret Hart and Owen Hart. <laughs> I was, yo, I, I love them. Gabe yo. Jackson says the revival versus the Dudley Boys. Would you consider the Dudley Boys old school? Mm, they had yet. that recent run. Not yet. Maybe in another ten years, maybe. Yeah. I mine's would be. I actually had like three. I actually came up with three. Okay. I the first one would be the Road Warriors versus Authors of Pain. Mm. Paul Ellering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second one will be the Usos versus the Head Shrinkers. <laughs> okay. Got a little family thing. And might as well actually be a six-man tag team cruiserweight match. Okay. Old school would be Brian Pillman, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Young Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. versus TJP, Cedric Alexander, and Mustafa Ali. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Those are my top three cruiserweights. Yeah. So how about you? What's you your one? What's your pick or picks? Yeah, like I said, I was gonna do Bret Hart. Is that even old school enough? I just yeah. miss. I just miss seeing them. Like I miss the old hotties. Like I miss. Like I grew up when I was when I grew up watching wrestling. I used to watch it with my brother, and we always were like, we like, I'm Bret Hart, but like, I'm Owen Hart, and I'd be like, I'm Jeff Hardy, but like, I'm Matt Hardy, and mm. that's it. Like the Dudley Boys, we, we would do that. And if I could just, wa- I mean. There's just so many. There's so many teams. Go, go. No, I was saying. Oh, yeah, no. There's just like there's so many teams from old school who I feel like like when they bring up, let's say they bring up the Hotties or the Dudleys, like they don't bring like I feel like they remember them now. They don't even look back to what they were and what got them so big and what right. got them so much. Like I missed the old Hotties when I forgot what game that was. It was like SmackDown. It was like the first, and they would he would do the Swan the Swanton bomb off the top, and it was crazy. Like your energy level would just drop, and I don't know. I would just like I was always wanted to see like I always wanted to see them in like a like a, a type of hardcore match with like a recent team to see how people would battle. Like I, to me, it was never like what team like like when you thought of it, I thought of the Hardys, 
and I thought about like a hardcore match, like a straight like maybe a table match against somebody new. But who would it be? Ooh, like, that's who, a good. Who, who would who would who would set off a match against them? I right, well, Gabe Jackson. He would um. He said that he would replace Ali with Tazawa hmm. for my six man uh, cruiserweight tag match. But then Eddie says the Steiner brothers versus the Bar. That's fire. Hmm. Tell him the Steiners are, are one of the most greatest tag teams ever. One of them. I, I wouldn't say, say so. the, the greatest tag team ever was the Road Warriors, hands down. Okay. But China versus Ember Moon. Oh. I don't, I don't see that. I love Ember Moon. Oh, I love yeah. Ember Moon too. I, I, that one, that's one I can't see. Mm. But yeah, the Stein, yeah, the Steiners are very under. I'm they are, well because Scott Stein is blackballed by the company. <laughs> Deserving. But those. Yeah. Man, that's a, but the Steiners were a very, very underrated team. Mm. Yeah, they won both the WCW and WWE tag team titles, right? Or WWF rather? Yeah. Yeah. WWF. Yeah. Remember when Vince McMahon said, I've never lost a legal battle, but then he, he lost that one. So yeah. I mean, they just yep. say stuff. They just say stuff they don't want you to remember. True. He lost, yeah. he lost his name to his company. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> So you couldn't come up, you can't come up with a tag team? I can't. I like I, that's more on you guys. I really can't think of like I said. I'd rather see like a like I was thinking a table lot of shame as soon as you said it with the old school Hardy Boys against somebody right now. And who would it be like? Like I, I don't think I'd want to see Seth and Dean in it. So the Usos, perfect. That would <laughs> the Usos yeah. against them. What if I can make that happen? Not now, clearly, but like <laughs> in a system. Wow, that would actually be really if the Usos are who they are now. I don't know, man. Like I said, I I don't go like you go back to the eighties and nineties. I was more recent with the. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up on this. So like, no, nah, I know. I can go back. I can go back. Word. Yeah. So yeah, anything else? I'm good on my end. <sighs> All right. So yeah, uh, Adrian, thank you uh, so much for coming back so to the show. So happy to be here, man. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and thank you all for tuning in and watching. Uh, be sure to tune in uh, next week, next Saturday, come December second. Come out don't for don't even tune in, just come out. Yeah, for what Saturday episode one hundred. Saturday episode one hundred at Rock Coco's. Yes. Uh, yep. Down the street. Yeah. So yes, uh, next Saturday, December second, uh, twenty seventeen, from one p.m. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, December 2nd is going to be our 100th episode live from Rococo's. So we're going to be on Facebook Live. For any of you watching or, or in the area, please come down, support us, join in on the conversation if you want. And uh, we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you uh, show your support. And thank you all so much for tuning in and just watching us and, you know, just. You know, just having a good time along with us, man. And breaking news, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan just debuted on SmackDown. Okay. In that case, I will turn the TV on right now. And They're really uh, treating us like an after WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> they brought Paige back, man. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. So. Cheers. So, yeah, man. And are beating down everyone. Yeah, I see it right now uh, as we speak. So, with that, um, uh, we will catch you on the flip. This was this has been episode ninety nine. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will catch you next week, next Saturday for episode one hundred. So, peace out, nerds. Later. Peace.